0: <laughs> all right, welcome back to the Shardbreaker podcast. We are on episode four of our Arcanum Unbounded. We are doing uh, Mistborn, A Secret History, part two, chapter three, until all the way through the end of part five. Um, And yeah, I am your host, Midnight. I am here with Darkness. Hello. And Mythic. I don't
1: know who that is.
0: You don't? That's
1: weird. No. No idea who that is. You can call me the Stranger now.
0: The stranger.
1: Yep, we have the traveler. Now we have the stranger. I
0: see. Are you part of the Irie?
1: No, I'm no. against the Irie one hundred percent. Fuck those motherfuckers.
0: Uh, I love. I love that we gotta find out more about the Irie.
1: Um, yeah. I'm. I'm just. Ha- I'm just like astounded that it's actually called the Cosmere. Like that's not like a fan made thing. This no, is, like, yeah, legitimately it's, it's the in the book. Said, oh hey, yeah, no, it's the Cosmere. I'm like.
0: I'm pretty sure we used the word "cosmere" in the um, what's it called in the uh, the little essay things.
1: That oh had. yeah, probably, but I, I, a character actually called it the cosmere. So.
0: Yes, I mean we we meet the person who writes the essays. Did you remember who wrote the essays? No. Chris. No. Chris writes yeah. the essays.
1: Uh, okay. I we meet her. Is. She's the one who Fuck writes them. all the
0: little all the little things yeah. about each of the planets.
1: Fuck the two. No, the one with people. the reality TV show
0: with the gun <laughs> she's got a gun yeah. <laughs> which Kelsey was like the fuck is this tube thing and why is she treating it like I, a weapon I know <laughs> I
2: was like that's a gun <laughs>
0: that's a gun sir <laughs> which uh your ancient ancestors had but the Lord Ruler really got rid of <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: all right chapter three of part two Kelsey is hanging out with fuzz who is at the well more often lately
1: is uh, that fuzz was- fuzz Calls no, him it's fuzz. not preservation he calls him fuzz. fuzz i know what he calls him but that's not who he is
0: uh the so hypothesizes that ruin's power comes through here at the well and fuzz is using his own powers like a plug to keep ruin from coming through however that's he
1: says oh so wrong
0: yeah he's like no that's that's utterly wrong what was, oh, i
2: loved it what was his actual name
0: preservation or do you mean his, no his, uh, his oh his uh, laris actual, uh,
2: his name is laris yeah. what was the metal's name
0: Lura- I don't know if it maybe it's actually pronounced Lorasium. For some reason, I've always pronounced it Lorasium. But it's probably Lorasium. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Fuzz says that Kelsier is utterly wrong. And Kelsier's annoyed cause he, that he'd gotten it wrong as he'd spent weeks on that theory, apparently. He also thinks that things are getting urgent <laughs> as Ruin seems to be more active and the power at the well seems to be condensing. Fuzz then tells Kelsier that as gods, their powers permeate everything, although it also collects here at the well. Kelsey tries to prod for more info, but Fuzz goes silent. Kelsier then asks if Fuzz is scared of Ruin killing him, but Fuzz replies that he is already dead. Kelsier tries to refute that as they are talking, but Fuzz says that is also dead yet talking.
1: <laughs> uh, I loved that. I loved that. He's <laughs> like, but you can't be dead. We're talking to each other. But we're talking to each other and you're dead.
0: Like mm. We're both dead, sir. We're we're both dead people talking to each
1: other. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs>
0: i love how sassy he gets in some of these chapters
1: yeah i mean if only he could you know do what needs to be done um i mean if he would have just murdered his brother to preserve the rest of the world then you know then that wouldn't be preserving what are you talking about yeah what he preserves everything else somebody's life yeah but he's still ruining
0: something to preserve it yeah
1: but he preserved other things so
0: that's why he created people so they could preserve
1: no, he created people so that they could. Fight oh, him to be fair, him. I don't think it would be any better if he got rid of ruin and it was. Just, I don't like, either. <laughs> honestly, I like ruin. Says it pretty much the exact way I thought about it. Like and it I actually believe like what he's like, yeah, like Yeah, like I'm like as much as I don't like ruin, ruin is got a point here. The they would all balance. be literally. Yeah, <laughs> they would all literally be just de aging or not de aging, but like non aging. It would just just be statues. Human- <laughs> barbie dolls yeah it's it's crazy they basically just be lifeless yep (sighs) i mean you know (laughs) actually lifeless are different
0: i know they're different are they though puzzle then clarifies that he died when he broke their promise but that parts of him the power remain and remember um so what do you think about the fact that preservation technically died when he broke his promise to ruin
2: makes sense not wrong yeah
0: um also do you think that preservation would have eventually died even if ruin had continued to be locked away because of that fact
1: what (laughs) are you you saying he would have killed himself
0: no so i'm saying if if he's technically died when he broke the promise way back when would he technically because he's like slowly unraveling now even with ruin still trapped would he have eventually died anyways even if even if like say the lord ruler still lived and trapped ruin longer like would preservation slowly have just yeah, I as think
1: as well. I think it would have withered away. Yeah, but the other problem that I find though would be then the Irie would come in and steal the shards. So you know, <laughs> they seem like cool people. <laughs> they did not seem like cool people. The one pe- the one group seemed like very idiotic people. <laughs> the uh, we'll get to it. It's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, uh... so dumb.
0: Kelsier then brings up that he looked at Ruin again, and Fuzz tells him to stay away, even though his power should protect Kelsier, and that he only delayed Ruin, not fully imprisoned him. Fuzz then mentions how the power needs to be used to keep Ruin locked up, and that releasing the power would free Ruin. He then focuses on another one of him and notes that he put her in place to deal with this, but that Ruin has also been talking to her. Uh, Fuzz then brings up how Elendi would have done the wrong thing, even though he thought it was right, which is why Rashik was needed. Kelsier then says that he could take uh, he could take the power so that ruin isn't released. However, Fuzz just stares at Kelsier. Kelsier says that Fuzz let Rashik use the power, but Fuzz replies that Rashik tried to save the world, whereas Kelsier just tried to save a boat full of people from a fire by sinking their ship, and then said at least they didn't burn to death. Fuzz also says that Kelsier isn't connected enough to him to use the power. So, what do you think of Fuzz's I metaphor love, I... for Kelsier saving the Skaw from the Lord Ruler?
1: It's so true, though.
0: He's like, yeah, you just drowned them instead of letting them burn. Like, you didn't help.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, he's not wrong, though. Like, he's not. honestly. He's just like, yeah, man, I saved the world. No, you didn't. You died. <laughs> and then they all are going to die because of your mistake. Like, literally. You're just dying a
0: slower death.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, what the hell? I mean, granted, we're talking about a person who only put a stopgap to a problem and thought it would just, you know, go away eventually or something.
0: What do you think, Darkness?
2: I mean, it's an accurate depiction. To be fair, (laughs) I get it, it was necessary. But, like, from the very beginning of, like, when he's, like, essentially sacrificed all those people in that war thing, in that, like, Mm -hmm. battle or whatever, I was like, "Mm, you know, he's doing it that
1: way. (laughs)
0: Um, And also, what do you think about someone having to be connected to preservation in order to take the power?
1: That makes sense. That's why our boy, that's why our boy says he's the only one who can take both powers. He's connected to both sides.
0: He's got both. Do you think okay. Vin technically could have taken both then as well? No. Since She's also kind of connected to Rune? No.
2: She is connected to Rune, huh? Because yeah, of the is.
1: fucking homology. Well, I think they're all te- all human humanity is pretty much connected to both sides, but because uh, Yeah, Kelsior, no, but she like actively used Kelsior's both. Dead. Yeah, but because Kelsir's dead, he- that's why he's not connected. Because he's no longer neither. I
0: think it's more so that Ruin influenced Kelsier so much, and Kelsier was so intent on killing nobles and doing a lot of killing, that's why he's more connected to Ruin, because of his nature.
2: But,
1: so is Vin. Like, Vin literally murders people, like,
2: left and right. I feel like, I feel like that's more of, like, a necessary thing than of, like, oh, like, I guess I'll just kill them, you know?
0: She also went through the whole kind of thing with Seth, though, where she, like, she killed all his guards, and then she's like, wait... What am I doing? This is wrong. This is, like, Kelsier. Yeah. I can't kill him. I can't do this. I need to not kill people as
1: much. And then and literally, literally, like, a few, you know, a little bit later, she's like, I'm gonna murder all of y'all. <laughs> like, I don't care who I'm murdering. I'm murdering everyone.
0: She's mostly like, murdering Coloss. Like, after that.
1: I mean, there's still, that's what, five humans each? Coloss. It's pretty crazy.
0: I mean, they're kind of already dead. It depends on how they fit in with the whole connections to preservation and ruin because I think they're probably a lot more connected to ruins. So she's killing ruins creations instead of preservations.
1: But she's still killing though. True. I mean, if if we're if we're going on the fact that he's that Kelsier couldn't be connected to preservation due to the fact that he's killing nobles left and right, then neither could she because she's killing people left and right constantly. I think the only also... person who wasn't would be saved. <laughs>
0: i think also her using preserve because i don't think you have to be fully connected to preservation to like use the powers oh no because he says that with Kelsier because he's talking about not taking the shard fully it's
1: a bit yeah. confusing mm-hmm.
0: the whole connection thing
2: how do like, connected to preservation though
0: so fair well, chemists, i guess fair yeah fair, fair it, chemists are an equal mix of preservation and ruin
1: yeah i figured it's
0: the mixed power Generally Alomancy is more of preservation. It's a pres- it's yeah, preservation. Yeah,
1: Alomancy's preservation, hemallergy is ruin and fucking mm-hmm. Ferracemi's fair both. Fairchemists both. Yeah. That's why I say is the only one who could take her his power. Or just hmm. a
0: Ferrochemist in general, probably.
1: Nope. Says only.
0: <laughs> um, I
1: mean all the Ferrochemists are all the fair just- chemists are dead anyway, so it doesn't also-
0: matter. Yeah, also I just wanted to uh, I just remembered to remind Mythic, uh, this all this connection talk C is capitalized for connection. It's it is oh.
1: Okay, capitalized that, the word. That doesn't give me any information, but okay. I, just thought I'd,
0: I, I feel like I need to make sure I mention yeah, the words are capitalized.
1: Mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, I should probably read the book themselves, honestly. But, okay.
0: <laughs> uh, so Vin then enters the chamber and, and Fuzz asks if Kelsier really thought he was here for no reason. Ellen also enters the room, but Kelsier isn't mad as he doesn't really have anything against Ellen. He just thinks the crew should have known better than to put a nobleman in charge. He also <laughs> thinks that it's a positive towards Ellen that he stayed with Vin this whole time. He's, he's warming up to Elland a little bit more. <laughs> Like, oh, he did stay with her, I guess, after through all this.
1: <laughs> I guess he did stay with my daughter. You
0: know I mean? <laughs> guess he can be my son-in-law. Uh, so, Ellen kneels next to the well, and Kelsier says that if he touches it, he'll slap him, <laughs> which I found funny. He's like, "Oh yeah, he's fine. Don't fucking touch the power, though, bitch." <laughs> uh, Fuzz, however, replies that Ellen knows that the power is for Vin. Kelsier then notes that Vin seems to be able to see Fuzz, as she is looking right at him. Kelsey asks if Fuzz explained to Vin in any way what she needs to do, as Ruin had been working on Vin. Fuzz also explains that when Ruin pretended to try to kill Ellen, he was trying to imitate him and create distrust. However, Fuzz seems to think that Vin should be able to tell the difference between him and Ruin. They're, they're versions of the Miss Spirit. <laughs> so what what do you think about Preservation's trust in Vin being able to tell the difference between him and <laughs> Ruin's Miss Spirits when she very obviously did not? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that 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 made me laugh so much, because like, I was like, mm, you know, they really deny
1: <laughs> Oh, she died. Oh, she's back. Well, you died for a minute, and then you came back. You resurrected. Oh, Resurrect. she did.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I like, though, how he was kind of just like, um, they kind of just took it as like, oh, yeah, he was just trying to keep us away from going the wrong way to the well. That's all. That's why he tried to stab Ellen previously. And then he stabbed Ellen to make sure that we like used the power. It, none of it was evil. It definitely was all preservation. <laughs>
1: I don't even think at this point, though, they knew the difference between the two. Like, that they were even existing.
0: I don't, yeah, they didn't even know Ruin existed.
1: Yeah, um, like...
0: And also, just, like, I don't think she ever figures out that that one Miss Spirit was Ruin. She's just like, oh, Ruin can take the form of my brother.
1: <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't think anything about the fact that it could take, you know, the Miss Spirit. Yeah, she's like, oh. the Miss Spirit
0: is obviously preservation, but Ruin's stronger, oh, so he can yeah. be a full person.
1: <laughs> Makes sense.
0: Um, so Fuzzin says that he can hear Ben's mind, but he cannot speak to her. Um, so the kind of whole thing is, apparently, preservation can hear minds, but not speak to you. Ruin can speak to you, but cannot hear your thoughts.
1: Oh. Yeah. The same. Yeah, they're, they're so the, two yeah. Yeah, the two sides of one coin. Yeah. Yeah, they're two sides of one coin.
0: Makes your... sense. Yeah. Which probably means that Sage's harmony is going to be able to do both.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. I can't wait to meet them in the, uh, in the next, next one. I'd rather not. It's like, I can hear your thoughts, and I
2: speak to you. (laughs) Nothing
0: is safe.
1: He sounds very annoying. (laughs) Nothing is safe. He's Santa
0: Claus. He knows when you've been naughty or nice.
1: Oh my god, why did you have to bring it to Christmas?
0: (laughs) Uh, So Kelsey thinks he needs a plan to get Vin to use the power instead of releasing it, and tells Fuzz to stab Ellen so that she'll use the power to save him. However, Fuzz says he can't do that. He can't act (laughs) like Ruin. Kelsier, Good plan, ins- though. Kelsier insists, Bud causes the knife to appear, looking at it and calling it "old friend." He Reluctantly raises the knife, but then looks pained and says he can't do it. Kelsier apologizes to Ellen the and then takes Fuzz's hand and uses the knife to slash Ellen across the stomach. He feels told horrible. You. Yep. <laughs> he feels horrible. I told you he, he was, it. was <laughs> gonna do it. <laughs> he feels horrible, knowing what this will do to Vin as she falls down next to him, weeping. Kelsier was sure she would save Ellen, though, since he knows that she loves him. Sure. So, yeah. What did you think of Kelsey to know. technically stab Alan.
1: I was right. That's all I thought of when it happened. I was like, Oh, I was right.
0: What did you think, Darkness?
1: I like the little interaction
2: right before it happens.
0: He's like, stab him. He's like, I can't do it. Stab him. But but I can't.
1: It's like the knife out and I imagine you know when like I I don't know why he took the knife out if he wasn't gonna do it to be honest.
0: I think he wanted to. I think he knew that Cal Kel- because he says afterwards like, like you were right to do that. That was a good plan, basically.
1: a Good plan, just you know. I just physically
0: can't force myself to use this. Useless
1: uh, bullshit. He can't. Uh, that's uh, so dumb. You're a god. Who cares?
2: Well, to be he's fair, dead. if your like whole domain is a specific thing, you don't want to go against it. Meh. I feel like he's just being a baby. <laughs> he
1: is a baby. A big baby. He's a
0: dying baby.
1: <laughs> oh no! No, he's a dead baby. He's, yeah, he's, he's already dead. Yeah, He's not dying. He's dead. Yeah, that's
0: true. He's dead already. He's dead, but also dying at the same time. Okay.
1: Living (laughs) in between.
0: So Kelsier wonders if Vin will be able to see him when she enters the well, or if her using the power will release him. He then sees Ruin's power pressing against its confines, spider-like legs reaching out, and one with a human-like puppet on the end. He can hear I loved
1: her, the fucking imagery spider.
0: of this. Yeah. Uh, so he can hear it whispering to Vin. Vin enters the well and Kelsey hears Ruin telling her not to save Ellen. Kelsey screams Ow. for Vin to, not to listen, but his voice is drowned out by the roar of the power. Uh, so what do you think about Ruin's power looking almost spider-like and that his vessel is almost just like a puppet of it at this point?
1: Apparently Ruin is lulph. <laughs> Scary. Just
0: uses like a little doll. It's like <laughs> of, of his old... His old body, just like on the end of it. Um, So Vin- Sorry.
2: I said no. (laughs) I'm not gonna imagine that. (laughs) Uh,
0: Vin, however, did the most selfless thing and released the power, dooming them all. The power created a spear and ripped through reality, releasing ruin, and ruin rushes free into the world. And then we have a short chapter, chapter four of part two. Kelsier sits on the edge of the empty well, no longer trapped in it. He watches as Vin cries over Elend as he slowly dies. He then sees Fuzz approach the two and say that he can preserve him. Kelsier spins and watches as Fuzz leads Finn over to the small bead of metal that is laying on the floor. Finn mm-hmm. feeds the bead of metal to Ellend and washes it down with a vial of metals. Ellen's body glows with power and he begins to burn pewter to heal. Kelsier compliments Fuzz on helping Ellend, and Fuzz replies that although stabbing Ellend was painful, perhaps it was the right thing to do. Kelsier mentions that ruin is now. F-
1: perhaps it was. <laughs> Not it was. Perhaps it was. Kelsey, He's still questioning.
0: Yeah, still a little bit. He's like, it hurts me. But it, it was it was, it was, was possibly right.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I'm confused and crazy and I'm a child. <laughs> uh,
0: Kelsey then mentions that Ruin is now free and Fuzz replies that he had a plan. Kelsey tries to joke that Fuzz should ask which is more dangerous to release. Him or Ruin? However, Fuzz seriously says that he knows which is more dangerous. But then he jokes that he isn't sure which is more annoying. Kelsey slaps on the That
1: part was, I liked, because it was like because they even, like, Put in there that he smirks a bit. Who yeah. like he knew it was a joke. Like you know, it was it was crazy. Yeah. So Kelsier slaps like, Fuzz, oh, Fuzz man, on the shoulder. Oh man, he does learn.
0: <laughs> yeah, Kelsier slaps Fuzz on the shoulder and says he wants to get out of this room. Yeah. So did you did you like the growing bond between Fuzz and Kelsier? And they're like kind of joking no. with each other, getting to know mm-hmm. each other. They're crewmates. Who the
2: fuck
1: do they think they are doing that shit at that when, time? When like? heat? When he stated that he was like, "Oh, we're gonna be uh, what was it? Uh, we're gonna be a crew or something mm-hmm. like that." When I was like, "Oh no, this is gonna go so bad." <laughs> oh, we're, we're a crew we now, crew? right? <laughs> Have do you even know what happens to the rest of his crew? Like, right? He does not care.
0: <laughs> I mean, only like half of them die.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure the other half are like more than traumatized. So
0: <laughs> they're probably a little traumatized, but they're fine. Uh so yeah. <laughs> so then we start part three called Spirit Uh Chapter One.
2: I was like when I when I when I read that I was like Elanches?
0: <laughs> right. Throughout in he's back.
1: Mm-hmm. I wish.
0: <laughs> uh Kelsier finds himself craving something to drink, even though when he was alive he often didn't want uh to drink as he wanted to stay in control of his situation. He makes his way out of the cavern and into the Lord Ruler's palace, and then into the streets of Luthadel. He wanders the streets for a whole day and notices the Kolas army outside the walls that for some reason isn't killing anyone. Kelsier eventually goes to try to find his friends, which takes a while without Ruin's pulses to guide him. They seem to be holding a funeral when he arrives at Keep Venture. Uh, Kelsier notes that Vin is sitting huddled on the steps with Ham next to her. Demo seems to be holding the service, and he recognizes many of the Ska around. He also notices a disturbing number of Ska who used to work as soldiers for the Lord Ruler. He still fucking hates anyone who worked for the Lord Ruler. <laughs> Uh, begins speaking to Vin, even though she can't hear him, mentioning that she may have released Ruin, but at least she killed the Lord Ruler and still has her nobleman boyfriend. He puts his arm around her shoulders and tells her that he will beat this thing. Preservation then appears and asks how he's going to accomplish that. What do you think of Kelsier going to Vin and trying to comfort her, even though she couldn't hear him?
1: He's still trying to be a father, even when he's in bed.
0: Yeah, he's still dead. What do you think, Darkness?
2: I keep- I keep wanting to uh, trigger people with the...
1: Maybe it is a relationship relationship. <laughs> oh my gosh. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. Kind of is, honestly. Yeah, totally, is he he's, totally, oh he's totally trying to be, you know, more than a friend.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so Kelsey winces when he glances at Preservation, who is basically just wispy threads in the shape of a head, arms, and legs. Preservation says that Kelsier can't stop ruin, but Kelsier says he'll delay him again. Then and mentions that Preservation keeps saying he had a plan. Kelsier says that now that he is free, he can help with the plan, but Preservation just says Kelsier is just in a larger prison now.
1: What does Preservation look like?
0: I've shown you pictures of Preservation.
1: Yeah, no, but I meant like in that. <laughs> Apparently, in it just looks like a oh, bunch
0: yeah. of threads in like the shape of a person. That's cool. Sorry, i muted to.
1: One cough. of
2: these people is Preservation. Can we like <laughs> get to the Adonisium talk? we
0: we'll get oh, there. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so Preservation then mentions that Ruin is watching and Kelsey replies that if he has a soul then he can be killed He also thinks that Preservation is being killed so Ruin should be able to be killed as well Preservation then laughs about how Demo is preaching about the survivor at the funeral although Kelsier can't hear him Kelsier then glances at the corpses and worries about his friends. Preservation then reveals to Kelsier that clubs and docks have died days ago and Kelsey feels horrible that he wasn't there to see docks when he died. Preservation tells Kelsier that docks was cursing him when he died blaming him for this what do you think about the fact that Kelsey was unable to speak to his best friend when he died?
1: I mean, in all honesty, like, is is that the worst part? Because I feel like the worst part is the fact that he can't even go see his, you know, now dead wife.
0: Yeah, but he didn't even have a chance to see her when she died there. I mean, he could have moved on. But like, when she died, he didn't have a chance to say goodbye properly. But for Docs, he potentially could have.
2: I still say she got eaten along with the rest of the people that moved on. (laughs) eaten. Yeah. They're used as energy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so Kelsier then feels angry and turns to look at Preservation. and He can see into the eternity of Preservation's eyes that he feels the same loss as Kelsier feels about Docks, except for every person who is dying. People are dying rapidly due to all the ash falling. He also notes that there seem to be people to the south that they don't know of. Preservation sadly says that he is losing them all, and Kelsier says that they will stop this, break the deal. Preservation says they can't break this deal, and Kelsier replies that they'll go out kicking and screaming as a team then. Which preservation likes the thought of them being a crew. Uh, so, what do you think about these unknown people to the south? Do you think they'll survive, say, fixing the world and come up in uh, other books? Over oh, that, so Kelsey mentions that when he looks into preservation's eyes, he can like see like basically all these people on the planet like dying and stuff. But he also mentions that there's people to like this like far south that they have no idea exist. Uh
1: huh.
0: And so my question was, first of all, so like, what do you think about these these random people that? Have had no nothing to do with the first three books. No mention. Yeah, and also, do you think they're gonna survive Sazed fixing the world? Cause they they might not be underground like everyone else. Uh,
1: I mean, i feel like Sazed isn't that dumb, right? Why wouldn't
2: they survive? Oh, cause they're not underground. Yeah, right. Cause
0: all the people um, only survived because they were underground and weren't being burned up by the sun as the planet moved.
2: Sazed would know.
0: He should. Yeah. What do you though? But the thing is, how how long into the power would he take to be able to know? Would he know in time?
2: <laughs> They're, like, flying off the fucking surface.
0: Also, would I they mean, not... They could also potentially already be, like, burning to death as he's taking the power. I, that's what
2: I was thinking, <laughs> but, like, I doubt. I just wonder if this is, like... It's because... What's in the south?
0: I need to get a map of Final Empire again. I think there's... So, there's some islands to the south and then there's something called the remote dominance and we don't know what's past that um we've also been told in the essay that basically the only people people can only exist on the poles of the planet due to like the way the planet was during the Lord rulers time
2: oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what are they gonna be frozen in time? It's the Ice Age all over the team. Okay. So yeah,
0: so I think like the majority of the planet is unlovable except for the pole. So when he says south, I think he means that like they're on the northern pole and there's people on the south pole. And those people likely don't have Alamancy because they're nowhere near the fucking well. <laughs> they may be fair chemists, but they could have potentially no powers at all.
1: Huh. What a blissful life they live.
0: They're just living as all this shit's going down. They have no idea why or what's happening.
1: They're like, why the fuck oh, is the Earth shaking? The sun is getting really <laughs> fucking hot today. Oh!
2: <laughs> I wonder if they got the... No, but I doubt, because, like...
0: Oh, yeah, I wonder if they would have technically had the miss. Like, would they have snapped it all? Or is the miss only in the final Empire?
2: No, but it would be, because... Apparently, when they were discussing the power of like how the ash and all that was like placed, they described it as like it covering the whole world. No.
0: Yeah, I think well, the, all the ash goes into like the atmosphere, so it's like fucking up the whole planet. Huh. So there's ash, but we don't know about the mist.
2: Well, if they're alive through the ash, then they it's the influence. That's true. Got they could have, have all the, also died
0: to the ash. We don't. We don't know. I mean, they're apparently live at this moment, but this is like just when Ruin was freed.
2: So they have a way of survival, whether it be like alteration through like their physiology or not.
0: Yeah, it's possible Rashak changed all their physiology too when he fucked up with the planet, or they evolved separately somehow. We don't we don't really know anything about them. They're just some random people in the South Pole.
2: And if they're Ferocamans, they could have just like you know figured something
1: out.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Did you guys have any other thoughts though about the the s- Southerners?
1: Honestly, out of sight, out of mind.
0: Right it's good. more eyrie
1: people. they so the <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so Preservation then states that everyone always said Kelsier was insane. Kelsier replies that he never corrected that. Preservation says that he can't help directly, but that he might know where Kelsier can find someone who can help. Um, so at this point when you were reading, who or what did you were you expecting Preservation uh, to find to help Kelsier?
1: Wait, who did I think he was going to find? So you're asking?
0: Yeah, because pres- preservation says I he, can go find someone find he can find another person,
1: help. like fucking the traveler. The yeah, the fucking I forgot what his name is, the
2: wanderer, the drifter, whatever. Boyd.
0: Yeah.
2: There you go. No, ps- I want to use his
1: titles, I his know, right? Yeah, right. Just like you're using Fuzz, you know.
0: Sophandrius?
1: I said his titles, not his yeah, name. Yeah, that, that's, oh, that's okay. it. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. That guy. Yeah, that guy. You
2: don't just call <laughs> somebody by their names when they have titles, because sure you do.
0: Oh. Sure. No. <laughs> easier to type because no. it's shorter it's <laughs> one of the main reasons i was using fuzz mm-hmm, i do start yeah, using yeah. preservation though uh because he starts calling him fuzz less and they use preservation more
2: you think he's a big advocate for uh condoms
1: oh my god preserving. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying like well no actually i feel like he would probably not be at all Yeah, know uh, because he wants okay, to preserve the human
0: race and yeah, he wants it to continue yeah, so
1: he would want you to you know Ruin's a a big
0: advocate for, like, abortions and condoms and all sorts of birth control. He's like, ruin the human race, get rid of them all, no more babies.
2: (laughs) I thought you were going to say ruin the human rights activists. (laughs) (laughs) No! that too.
0: He's like, no more babies, whereas Preservation's like, all the babies have 12 children each. Oh no. (laughs) Anyways, chapter two of part three. Kelsier follows a tendril of mist from Preservation, out of the city into the north to a lake. Apparently most people ignored the lake as it was more of a soupy sludge of ash and water. Which sounds- it sounds pleasant. Definitely the best place to go swimming. Uh, Kelsier notes, though, that in the cognitive realm, water seems to have inverted into land, with both the river and the lake having solid ground instead of springy mist. The land that made up the lake and river seemed to be a dark, smoky stone. What do you think about uh, land and water being inverted?
2: It's the upside down. <laughs> Don't laugh? It's accurate. What do you mean?
1: Like... <laughs>
0: what do you think, Mythic?
1: About... But, the uh, land and sea being averted?
0: Yeah.
1: It's kind of
0: cool to be honest. Uh, so Preservation's voice then comes from the thin thread of mist and asks why Kelsier has stopped. Kelsier mentions the lake becoming land and Preservation replies that it has to do with how men think and where they travel. As Kelsier moves onto the land, he notes that plants grow here. Real plants, not ones made of mist. And they seem to have mist coming off of them. As he moves through the plants, he notes something scurrying through the underbrush and surprised that there may be creatures living here as well. So what do you think that there's actually like plants and animals in the cognitive realm?
1: Kinda of cool. Well, I mean, I like that he corrects know. himself. Honestly, he's like, "Oh no, like, just this is like." T- mm-hmm. This was... said. It wasn't the, de- the 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 dead. It's uh, actually the cognitive realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I like.
2: It's just so confusing to me in general. Because <laughs> <laughs> at like most points in this book, I didn't even know where the fuck they were at. Like you know,
0: <laughs> you you gotta get your romantic theory going. Darkness. Gotta study up.
2: <laughs> no studying is.
0: Gotta get. Gotta get a hundred percent romantic theory.
1: <laughs> enough, I don't get 100% in anything.
0: Darkness gets good grades.
1: Darkness gets terrible grades. Oh, you no, telling yeah, me
0: he got like 90 something percent on something in English? Nah,
1: terrible. Darkness, English is a,
0: Darkness is a secret giant nerd.
1: I mean, but still, that's not 100 though. Close enough. I missed one question. Yeah, you missed one question. A lot of 100.
0: That one question haunts Darkness. <laughs> uh, so eventually, Preservation's thread disappears, but Kelsier sees light ahead. He tries to find a weapon of a stone or a stick on the ground, but comes up with nothing. He slowly moves towards the light, and eventually sees two people sitting around a fire. One of the two was a man who seemed ska, as he wore ska clothing, and the other was a woman who was possibly terrace as she had quite dark skin, although she isn't wearing Terris clothing. Kelsier thinks that he could possibly take them both, even without weapons or allomancy. However, he makes the decision to stand up straight and walk in, calling out to them. The man quickly grabs for his knife, and the woman grabs for a gun, although Kelsey doesn't know it's a gun. He's like, it's, a, it's like a tube with a handle that he, she's using as a weapon. This? <laughs> she points it at me. What the fuck? <laughs> Kelsey asks if anyone else is bothered by the force of destruction in the sky, and the man just replies that Kelsier should be dead. Kelsier asks what they're burning for fire, and then says that he decided not to die. <laughs> the man stutters that one doesn't just decide to become a shadow, calling it an important rite with traditions and requirements. Uh... So what do you think about the fact that Chris has a gun?
2: I thought it was badass. badass. Yeah. <laughs> also, are we going to talk about the ritual and rites and all that? Like...
0: Yeah, what do you... Oh my gosh, there's someone... <laughs> um, yeah, what, what do you think about... Uh, what do you think they mean by like traditions and rites? Do you think it's like... What do you think all that means regarding cognitive shadows?
2: Well, it depends where they come from. So... Well,
0: it sounds like it doesn't matter technically where they come from. I mean, Kelsier comes from Skadrial. There's apparently Shadows in other places.
2: No. It, that's not what I meant. Yeah, like, might. it depends where those two people come from.
0: Oh, I see. I see, I see. Well, Chris at least comes from Taldane, apparently. She introduced, she'll she introduce herself in a second. That's coming from Taldane.
2: Because mm-hmm. clearly, you don't need it to, you know, become one of those. Cause you Kelsey apparently
0: you're... just need a Shard to be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Have at mm-hmm. it. Yeah, so Kelsey Well,
2: would... I would say you need to just, like, Punch a shard.
0: <laughs> punch a shard. Um, yeah, I guess you just need to punch a shard. And he's like, Yeah, sure. Be preserved.
1: <laughs> <laughs> preserved.
0: Uh, Kelsey then asks who they are when the woman calls him the survivor of Hassan. She goes on about his fame for a moment before calling herself Chris of Taldane and introduces the man working for her as Naz. Kelsier then asks why Preservation would want him to talk with them, and Naz is shocked that Kelsier spoke to one of the shards. He also talks, uh, also takes a folding stool and sits down across the fire from Chris. Naz says that Kelsier is dangerous, but Chris replies that they are as well. She then asks, yeah. <laughs> "She's like, I got a gun." That's the
1: woman with the yeah. the one with
0: the gun. <laughs> I'm fucking dangerous too. I got a gun. <laughs> um. She then asks Kelsier how Preservation is looking, wanting to know if he actually met mm-hmm. him, and also legitimately wondering how he is looking. Kelsier describes preservation, and then mentions that he is unraveling, as he spins Naz's knife between his fingers, which he had pickpocketed. Naz cries out in surprise when he notices Kelsier has taken his knife. Kristen mentions that preservation is going through a slow death, meaning that Addy doesn't know how to splinter a shard, or he doesn't have the strength. Kelsier asks who Addy is, and Chris just points up to the sky at Ruin. So, <laughs> which do you think it right. is? Do you think Ruin is too weak to splinter preservation, or do you think he does not know how?
1: I mean, why can't it be both?
2: I'd say he definitely doesn't know how, considering <laughs> how he was fighting against Sven when they were in that form. So,
0: fair enough. Kelsier then asks what a shard is, and Chris asks if Kelsier is a scholar, to which he just replies that he's killed a couple of them. Chris calls that cute before she's like very kind of sad. She's like cute <laughs> before saying that he stumbled into something far bigger than himself or his planet. As takes his knife back from Kelsier and tells him that he should bow out now. Kelsier, however, begs for answers, which surprises Chris based on the rumors of Kelsier. However, she does decide to explain a bit. Chris explains that shards aren't gods, but pieces of God, and lists several of the 16. Uh. Ruin, preservation, autonomy, cultivation, and devotion. She also says that there, that others are on other planets. Including...
1: 16, though. She names off a bunch, but they're not, that's not 16. No,
0: she doesn't name off all 16. She just gives some examples. I,
1: don't know, I want to know all 16 names. <laughs> I don't think they know all of them. You don't think so? No. I think they know all of them. They're fucking extremely sorry. Well, we know from yeah, but, the essays no, the that she's uh,
0: a scholar at Silverlight University.
1: Whatever but we that. also
2: know that there's things they haven't discovered, considering they specifically say they haven't discovered something. What do they say they haven't discovered? I think it was like a planet or some shit. I don't know. So
0: I was about to go into that. So she says that the the other shards are on other planets, including an original planet for humans, that it is shrouded and hidden, and she has yet to find it. So that's... Oh, so what yeah, the she, one she's talking with, about Yola, the, the, which we've talked yeah. about in the essays. So, uh-huh. the original planet where Adonasium is from, and where apparently humans yeah. are originally from, is apparently shrouded and hidden, Currently, They can't refind find it.
2: Um, well, they're not gonna until they
1: put the pieces together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she then explains that the original god was named Adonisium, and That's six- what
1: the is trying to do, so.
0: <laughs> and that 16 people killed it and divided its essence between them. They were the first to ascend. Kelsier asks for more info on the sixteen people, and Chris replies that they were a diverse group with different motives, some wanting power and others thinking that the only good choice left was to kill Adonasium. Nazan says that the fractional gods in charge of this planet have no qualifications to be gods other than the fact that they killed one. Kristen chimes in that Adonasium created the original humans and that preservation of ruin used that as a template to create humans on Scadreal. Well, I got a few questions for this, because it's a bunch of bit of an info dump here of the lore. Uh, first of all, the only two gods we don't know about from the list they gave are autonomy and cultivation, because we know that Devotion is from Cell, where Elantris is from. Mm -hmm. And we know that Devotion's also been splintered, so we're not going to meet Devotion. (laughs) Unless they can somehow reforge the Shard of Devotion, that would be a new vessel. Either way.
2: Wait, so does splintering mean, like, completely destroying, or is it, like... So splintering
0: means it's basically, like, shattered their powers into, like, tiny fragments, and, like, I don't... I believe based on the Elantris, like, the Cell essay, it says that they don't really have, like, a proper consciousness anymore. Like, their their powers are just, like, a force now, and they're not, like, proper
1: It's gonna be controlled. really interesting for this traveler trying to, you know, bring back Adelizium.
0: That's gonna be... Maybe he knows how to, well, uh...
1: all him. they would... Yeah, uh, and
2: technically all they would need was, like, the power itself.
0: Yeah, you just somehow need to collect the power. We just don't know how you could do that. Um, but yeah, so... We know we know about ruin preservation and devotion. What do you think co- autonomy and cultivation are like based on their names? Like what sort of what sort of powers or what sort of like um int intents do you think they have? You know, ruin's intent is to like slowly destroy everything. Preservation's intent is to preserve things. What do you think autonomy and cultivation are?
1: Big words, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and what was the other one? Autonomy. Cultivation. Cultivation's just a farming bird.
0: Their whole planet is just a farmer, farming planet.
2: Yep. They'd be playing, like, farming sims and stuff. <laughs>
0: it's just Stardew Valley.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're, if we're going by, like, you know, the fact that their names are very, you know, like, related to their, power. to their power, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then, I mean, autonomy, maybe it creates things, like, beings, you know, maybe not humans. <laughs> oh! That's what I was going to say.
2: Uh, Cultivation, kind of, in my head, is like a Grim Reaper. Yeah, it
1: cultivates the... Uh, mm.
0: It's a farmer, Grim Reaper. <laughs>
2: I mean, well, hey, to there's be there's fair, side they both have to... size. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: Me uh-huh. uh, Cultivation, though. I mean, it could mean a lot of things, in all honesty. Because mm-hmm. you could cultivate your, like... Your, your but if it's, history. like like, life creation, then... You want to cultivate that life because you're the opposite. Well, I mean, uh, that's... I mean, it's not stated that they're opposites of each other, though. You it's not stated that so, they're cause... on the same
0: planet or anything. These are just two, two rare yeah. shards. They could be on completely different planets. They could be lone that's shards true. on their own planet. Like, um... There doesn't have to be more than one sh- Like, Like, not every planet has two shards. And in fact, I think the essays say that it's rarer to have multiple shards on one planet. Like, they weren't supposed to.
2: But you're telling me that, like, there aren't, like more opposites than gods
0: there might be there might be an opposite it doesn't it doesn't mean that that autonomy and cultivation are opposites though they could have
1: different opposites well, what if i want them to be
0: they could be i'm just saying that they don't have to be
1: i don't know if all of them have like like if you could if all of the gods have like a metal like you know like uh they have i say atheum it would, and
2: it would be less of a metal and more of like a object in general 'Cause they would need like a physical manifestation. Because we know it may it may a god is made up of three things, right?
0: Mm-hmm. They're basically a solid, liquid, and gas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're also they're also a um they're they're they uh they have their spiritual annoying. self, they have their vessel, they have their physical self, the body. The cognitive self is like the vessel's mind.
1: If you made an ATM sword, it would be so cool. What would be the point of that though? I don't know,
2: but
0: I mean, we don't know. know the properties of ATM, Maybe it's really fucking strong.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: To be a body of like Or gods, a you know? sword. You know? Yeah, I mean, those, those metals battle, are both but... uh,
0: rare enough that no one's thought to try and make anything out of them. Imagine species, just uh, like the power.
1: <laughs> imagine just like licking the sword in battle, <laughs> or just you know, in general, like what just if...
0: nibbling on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> just having it as a ferrochemist would be pretty good, though. That's it's true. Made of the metal, so you could use it as your vessel or whatever. That's, yes, yeah,
0: that is very true. Oh, my, I just thought I was like, imagine, imagine a, a uh, an inquisitor like a he, someone with heme allergy. They have the sword stuck through them, and they just like stab people by like body slamming them. <laughs> they just you just have the sword sticking through you through your front, and you just like like just like fall on top of people to stab them and kill them. <laughs> and just like wiggle oh, your hips to like slice. Cultivation people. sounds
1: a lot like plant life to me. You know, like cultivating, kind of like a farmer kind of thing mm-hmm. we were talking about, but just in general, like I feel like we're gonna have like a whole planet of just like plant life creatures. That'd be pretty cool. And then I don't remember what the other name of the other. Planet. It's gonna be a planet of furries. What was she said it? And then I... autonomy. Autonomy. I don't know what his planet would have or their planet would have. So obviously, gonna be machines. Not. I mean, you know, because that's one
2: of the things that came up to me. So like. Yeah. Maybe. No. do you think like any it's... of the
0: gods that Chris listed are from her planet
2: yeah probably one of them at least do we know the place where she comes from yes. she comes from Taldean no yeah. but like do we know of it
0: uh, the next story oh. we're doing is yeah, on her I think planet
1: Taldean think it's called yeah. mm. Yes. she was a scholar of Stormlight or whatever the Stormlight Silverlight. Archives. Oh, Silverlight that's what it was the
0: Silverlight Academy University that's it. Stormlight Archive is a different book series <laughs>
1: Yeah, I, whatever. I, I, that's the only thing I think <laughs> of. Silverlight,
0: be... Stormlight, same difference.
1: They're pretty close. <laughs>
0: <laughs> both have light, both start with an S. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: I, w- I wasn't going to ask, though, about magic systems, because like I think it's impossible to guess, just because, like, who would think that Preservation and Ruin have metal-based <laughs> magic? Like, yeah. it, they, they don't fully correlate. Like, the, the intent behind the powers makes sense, but, like, how it manifests, like, there's
1: no way to guess. Um,
0: I mean,
1: what other types of powers could there be, though? I mean I
0: don't know, we've got breaths.
1: Uh we've got Yeah we've got breath, we've got uh we've got the, the Aeon drawing it's, which is yeah, like arithmetic uh, in general. So we have what? Your breath metals. drawing and metal. So I mean there could be a wood-based thing, like you know uh-huh. which would be cool for the cultivation plant thing that I was thinking of. Um like different types of wood gives you different powers. We could have just in general, like, different elements, like, you know. uh, (laughs) There's some avatar shit. (laughs) Yeah, right? Um, Fire, wind, water. They also have the
0: the secondary elements, like metal. (laughs) Oh, god. Metal and lightning, and he's got the lightning powers.
1: I just want to see somebody fucking go in and be Gara with fucking (laughs) sand and be like, whoosh, I kill you with a (laughs) tomb. A sand tomb.
0: Uh, I so do. I have, I have so more cool. questions here. First of all, what do you think about the fact that Yolan has been hidden?
1: Which one's... Oh, Yolan's the planet, Yolan's the whatever, the main the planet realm. where
0: Adonisium is originally right. from that Chris says it I mean, is
1: hidden. I mean, it's probably hidden for a good fucking reason. Yeah, their fucking god creator died. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Do you think people <laughs> still live, the live there? Or do you think everyone yeah. got killed yeah, out 100%. when
0: Adonasium no, no. died? No,
1: people definitely still live there. I feel like fucking Hoyt is from there. That's what I was gonna say! Yeah, <laughs> Hoyt's from there.
0: Do you think any of the shards stayed on Yolan, or do you think they just have, like, no magic now there with the god gone?
1: They have all of the magics.
0: You think they still have all the magic, even with the, all the, sh- even if all the shards are gone?
1: Well,
2: Loki, that's crazy, because if that was the first planet, and all those magics come from one
1: god, like... What if we are on Yol or whatever? Yolan. <laughs> I yeah. thought that for a second, too. <laughs> what if we... What if it's, like, stated that, you know, we are technically that? That would be very uh, fun. So er- Earth, is no de-
0: Earth is definitely not a canon thing. Brandon has confirmed that. But Yolan is very much Earth-like in size, gravity, plant life, animal life. Yolan oh, is basically, basically an Earth, Earth equivalent. It's Earth. basically an Earth yeah, equivalent, but Earth doesn't actually exist. It's like, the technology and people would probably be nothing like Earth. Like, obviously none of the history from Earth is the same. But the actual planet is basically the same, I believe.
1: So basically it's Earth, but not Earth. It's Earth,
0: Earth yeah. of its history. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Earth without Earth. It's probably it's it's probably exactly what like I was saying, like where it's a bunch of people who don't have powers, probably have no idea anything about you know the other worlds that exist. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there Imagine... are people who have like you know conspiracy theories that aliens <laughs> exist. <laughs> Imagine it's like
2: exactly like how it is right now, and then <laughs> all of a sudden everyone starts getting powers. People
1: start eating metal. Actually, I've tried already. All right probably an ATM missing, to be honest.
0: Uh, my next question was, what do you think of the fact that these sixteen original vessels were just random people that killed Adalnasium and then took the power for themselves?
1: I feel like random people is a stretch and all honesty
0: Well, as far as we know like they're they're just like they were just people. like
1: they weren't no, that was the first tournament. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. No, we murdered Atnasium. That's our tournament. Tournament art, guys.
0: No, no but... but... Sorry, go
1: ahead. Uh-huh. Oh. Well, I was I was thinking, because I
2: really want this, like, whole meetup to happen, you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Of, like, the different magics, different people, and different worlds and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was just thinking, like, what if it is kind of like a tournament, but instead of, like, you know, to see who's the strongest and all that, it's, like, to see who becomes the new Adonasium, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who takes up the power.
0: Also, I just randomly thought of this question. I didn't have it down before. But do you think Chris or Nas have any powers, or do you think they're just powerless people from their planet?
1: No, I don't they have some kind of powers. She's like, oh, I'm dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, bitch, all you got is a gun, okay? Which is still dangerous, right? But... yeah, I mean, still, all you got is a gun. Question like,
0: is, we don't even know if he's a dead. gun could even harm a cognitive shadow. Yeah, exactly. He's dead. It <laughs> might just pass through him.
1: Like. You're dangerous. Like to say you're dangerous and just have a gun in basically the realm of death, dead people. Like, I'm sorry. The I mind. was
0: interested that, in
1: the fact that it. he said the metals didn't glow there. right?
0: So he said, um, I believe the metal metal does glow, but like the metal of like solid things isn't like as like it doesn't it isn't glowy. Like so, the things that they've brought through that are like not mist versions, the metal there doesn't glow.
2: I'm not like I understood that explanation
0: so basically if there's metal in the physical world it manifests in the cognitive realm as like glowing but if it's physically in the cognitive realm like there are stools and stuff that they're sitting on oh, then I don't think it glows Okay. so if it's in the cognitive realm it doesn't glow, if it's in the physical realm it does glow make sense? Yeah. also my last question for that little part with all the lore was what do you think about the fact that some of the 16 thought that killing Adelnasium was the right choice what do you think that well, means about it?
2: I was thinking about that, and um, if your like planet is dying or your people are dying, and the only way to save them is to get power and like enough power to save them, mm.
0: you
1: know, like, it could be a hero of ages uh, type <laughs> of shit.
0: The sixteen hero of ages,
1: mythic. <laughs> I mean, not on, like, everybody thinks that they're doing the right thing, even when they're not. Or why would you do anything at all ever?
0: Yeah, I also just thought of another question. Do you think that sixteen is only an important number because? There happened to be sixteen people that killed Adonisium? Or do you think there it's always been an important number and sixteen people chose to be sixteen because it's a special number and they knew he would split to sixteen? What? So basically there were sixteen people right that killed Adonisium and thus there's sixteen shards. Mm-hmm. If there had been more or less people, do you think there would have been more or less shards, or do you think sixteen was an important number before the shattering and there always would have been sixteen, no matter how many people went to kill Adonisium?
1: Probably to be honest. Probably. I think sixteen was an important number beforehand. I don't know. Mm-hmm not sure why but it was you know i'm sure it's a perfect number to be honest
0: <laughs> it's obviously the perfect number
1: well no i mean i'm just saying like if what's oh, uh i don't know if either one of you guys have seen soul eater um I have, but yeah. in soul eater okay so in soul eater uh death the kid or whatever death mm-hmm. kid or whatever uh makes the comment that eight is the perfect number because no matter which way you slice it it's always even it's so always perfect yeah yeah and so 16 is just doubling that, so I would, I mean, there's probably eight great powers and eight lesser powers and some, you know, or eight you think high maybe gods there's like and eight, eight like
0: pairs kind of things. I know you guys were talking about earlier. Yeah. But maybe there's others probably. that are like opposites of each other, kind of like preservation and ruin are opposites.
1: I mean, that would be pretty cool, honestly. Yeah, eight is just a perfect number. so. <laughs> uh,
0: so Kelsey then mentions that ruin used to be a person, and Chris replies that the power distorts people. She also mentions how the previous deaths of the other shards were spectacular events, where the god was shattered and their power dispersed. This death of preservation is more like a slow strangulation, and that scene in person should be very instructive. Kelsier says he's going to stop it, but Chris replies that she doesn't even know how to do that, and that they can't even reach the physical realm. Now, as bringing up the Kelsier destroyed their way into the physical realm. Kelsier then brings up the Drifter and how he got through the well and took a bit of metal. Chris says "damn" and says they need to leave. Kelsier tries yep. to protect test, but Chris replies that they need to watch the planet die from a distance, not up close. She also mentions the Irie, which she pronounced slightly off apparently. I think she pronounces it eerie or something.
1: Yep, that's how they pronounce it in the thing. Eerie. -hmm. eerie. Yeah,
0: but I think he corrects the Irie.
1: Yeah, I think Irie's way better.
0: Uh, And how she wishes that- Actually,
1: no, because (laughs) you say he corrects it, but- Is it actually eerie? I feel like they said it once. Yeah, no, I think they said it once that way, where she says eerie. And then I think when uh, he goes in or whatever to see them or whatever, uh, Kelsey says Irie multiple times.
0: Oh, Okay, Maybe it's Irie then. No, I said Irie. I don't know. She they they mention that she specifically says it weird, and then when Preservation says it later, Kelsey says oh he said it slightly yep. differently. <laughs> anyway, she says how they wish uh, she wishes the Irie would answer her questions. Kelsey then watches Naz somehow fold the fire in on itself and put it in his pocket. Kelsier
1: Which she- is so cool.
0: Yeah, I just like, I'm just gonna fold up this little campfire. Uh, Kelsier then secretly takes a bolt out from the stool that he'd been sitting on before handing the stool over to them to pack up.
1: Wait, did we we already talk about the fact that Kelsier stole a fucking knife off the dude?
0: Yeah, that was earlier. He he took the knife and then Naz grabbed it back. (laughs) He's like, what the fuck, dude? It's my knife. I think
1: that's the coolest fucking shit ever. Just (laughs) Just you meet these people and the first thing you do is steal something off of them.
0: Yeah, he was like spinning it around in his fingers just in front of him. Like, look what I got.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so what did you think of Chris and Naz's reaction to hearing about Hoyd?
1: I mean, they are obviously scared of something. He, well, they know All he the has game. a plan, too. Like, not sure why you would be scared of Hoyd. Hoyd just seems like a nice guy, you know?
0: He seems scared, or, like, at least annoyed that he somehow got through and got that bit of mm-hmm. metal. Um, Kelsier then begs for help, but Chris replies that she can't even help herself. She mentions that mm-hmm. she is in exile, and even if she weren't, she wouldn't have the resources to stop a shard. She then says she can't invite Kelsier to come with them, as Ruin will be watching him. They leave, and Kelsier sits on the ground. However, Naz soon reappears and hands Kelsier his knife. He then tells Kelsier to go find the Eyrie, where the land becomes solid again, out in the ocean. Naz then leaves, telling Kelsier to take care of his knife as he's fond of it. So at this point, uh, what or who did you think the Eyrie were going to be? Do you have any ideas? An
1: evil-ass fucking people, for sure. <laughs> that, for some
2: reason, they were going to be like the Fates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, also, what did you think of Chris and Naz overall?
1: Gun bitches are fucking bad I like bad Chris.
0: <laughs> you like Chris?
1: Yeah, fucking gun, gun, bitch, badass. Holy um, shit. Um,
0: I think I might have mentioned this in the past when we first started the essays, but Chris is also the one who writes all of the Ars Arcanum at the back of the books. She's she's basically like the main scholar of the Cosmere, so she writes all the little planet essays and she writes all the Ars Arcanum stuff. So like sometimes in the Ars Arcanum, I think it's you get a little bit more of it in the later books than the earlier books that he wrote, but there's like kind of like speculation stuff, and it's like I think this does this, or I think this should be doing this, but we're not sure yet. Um. And Naz, um, I don't know if it was in any of the Mistborn books, but I know I think in some of the Stormlight books, you'll sometimes see um, a, little, a little name at the bottom of, some of the maps that says Naz. And so Naz is one, he basically does a bunch of cartography, so he does a bunch of the maps and stuff for Chris. He's like her assistant. Just
1: fucking cool as shit. I mean, it just solidifies my whole theory that fucking uh, Hoyt is some kind of scholar who left mm. to try to, you know, do some amazing thing like, bring back Alanazing.
0: Hoyd's, like, Chris's, like, nemesis <laughs> in in scholarly pursuits.
1: The scholarly rival. <laughs>
0: scholarly rivalry.
1: <laughs> I mean, he seems to be one step ahead of them, so.
0: They were both competing for first place in their classes when they were in university. <laughs> Hoyd was the type who never had to study and you know, always got 100%.
1: <laughs> Maybe they're also from uh, that planet. Oh, no, no, because they said they. Uh, no, they're they from Calian. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Sorry about that.
0: But, I mean, we don't know where Silverlight University is. They could have both, they could have met there, if your theory is right about the whole, like,
1: uh-huh. them both
0: being scholars and everything. Um, and then, yeah, so once Naz is gone, Kelsier does the only rational thing he can think of. He eats the bolt from the stool that he stole.
1: <laughs> the coolest fucking thought ever.
0: <laughs> this is the you know? only rational thing. Eat the bolt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, chapter three, apart I found
1: it three. funny, though. I found it funnier, though, though, when he was like, oh, it's not working. Yeah, right, that was going to go right
0: Yeah, chapter three of part three. Uh, the bolt does nothing for Kelsier. He's unable to burn the metal, so he eventually just coughs it back up and throws it away. Uh, so did you expect Kelsier to be able to use his Alamancy?
1: No. I expected him to be able to do something, though. Mm. Which we find out he does, so.
0: Did you expect it, Darkness? Do you think he would be able to use the bolt? Burn it?
2: No. <laughs> I thought it was a dumb thing to do, but, like, I mean, he
0: <laughs> I mean, if you're used to being a misborn, it seems smart. It's like, oh yeah, metal. This is- I eat this. <laughs> Uh, so Kelsier thinks that it will take months to get to the ocean, but he does start walking. He also calls out to Preservation, who appears and says he thinks he was listening. Preservation explains that the Iry are from a different world and died, but they did not die. Uh, but they're not mm-hmm. like Kelsier. He says they built a city between worlds. Uh, so what do you think it means that the Iry died but then did not die?
1: <laughs> I they they died but then were resurrected. Maybe. Mm. I think so. They didn't actually die.
2: I was just thinking, what if they're from like? Do we know where they're? We don't know where they're from, right?
0: You should have been able to guess where they're from based on clues. You, you should know. Should I? Yes. Do you, do you, you you know right? Yeah, right
1: no. Nope, no idea. Oh we'll get is it. it. I'll,
0: go, <laughs> I'll go into yeah, it. Gonna, I'll, I'll, it I'll, I highlight clues. some clues when we meet them.
2: Okay. There's only two possibilities in my head, which is like the fucking scholar place or whatever. Let me just and... say this:
0: the 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 ancient creatures that he talks about have silvery skin. And he thinks, when he hears the word "Iry" when she speaks it, he sees an image in his head of dots and lines.
1: Okay, so we're talking about some fucking dumbass fucking book again.
0: He, he sees an Aeon. Yep. Uh-huh.
1: a dumb book. <laughs> they're, yep. they're,
0: they're Elantrians.
1: <laughs> are no. they Elantrians? Or are they something bigger?
0: No, they're Elantrians.
1: Well, thanks for the spoil. No.
0: I mean, it, it's it's supposed to be kind they of They didn't
1: crazy. state they're Elantrians. They never said it
0: i mean it's supposed to be it's it's supposed to be obvious that they're elantrians which is why i had us read elantris before all this so much that did yep i thought yeah i thought you guys would get that they were (laughs) elantrians I see how it is uh also what do you think it means that uh when preservation says he built they built a city between worlds
1: exactly what he said they built a city between worlds
0: do you think out where they are like they're not technically on any planet
2: Depends what realm they're in. Right?
0: <laughs> they're in the cognitive realm.
1: <laughs> they're in the cosmic, apparently.
0: Uh so Kelsier says he's going to go see them, as they might be able to help. Preservation tells Kelsier not to leave him, that those people won't help. They'll just scavenge over his corpse when he dies. Kelsier says that preservation can just follow him, but preservation says that the Iri are beyond where he can go, as he is too invested in the land here. Kelsier asks if Ruin could leave when the world ends, which Preservation confirms. Um, Preservation again tells Kelsier not to leave him as they're a team, but Kelsey replies that he needs to get help. He tells Preservation to keep an eye on Ruin and to try to speak to Vin and Elend. Uh So why do you think Preservation is so worried about Kelsior leaving him?
1: He, he doesn't want to be abandoned. He's
0: just sad and lonely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't leave me. I'm dying. I'm dying, but also dead. <laughs> they're dead buddies.
1: I mean, not wrong, They kind of are.
0: Um, So Preservation then grabs Kelsier, forcing him to look into his eyes. Kelsier is engulfed by the white light of Preservation's eyes as he sees how Preservation is everything, and his connection, capital C, to everything and everyone. Kelsier was an afterthought in comparison. He also saw all the possibilities of the future, like Atium. Kelsier then demands to see again, and Preservation hesitates, worried that it will break Kelsier's mind, but then allows it. When Kelsier goes back into the light, he looks away from Preservation and sees how Ruin is also in everything. Hates that he can see how much more tied to ruin he is than preservation. Kelsier then looks into the future before eventually falling to his knees and out of preservation's vision. He says that in all the futures he saw, he didn't once defeat ruin. Kelsier, however, says that Vin can beat him, but preservation says that it is a small chance. Kelsier insists that it is hope and that he and that he saw what, that he needs to head west. Preservation warns him about trusting the visions of the future, as it takes a lot to understand them, but Kelsier says he can think of nothing else to do. Uh, so what did you think about, uh, Kelsior looking into the mind of the god of preservation?
1: I got an answer, by the way. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> that's a pretty cool perspective. He said the, he said it's called Defiant.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's a non-cosmere book. No, I've not read it.
1: Okay. Wait, so it's something I can read?
0: Yeah, it is something you can read. Oh, okay. You can read anything non-cosmere mythic.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, he also says something called Yumi, the Nightmare. I
0: have read right Yumi, there. and I've read Sunlit Man, oh. Sunlit Man, which is after Yumi.
1: Okay. Uh, are those Cosmere, or...? Those are Cosmere. Okay, so we'll get those eventually. Yeah, you mean that Man okay. or Cosmere. Okay. Anyway, uh, what was the question now? Sorry. Uh, I mean, my question
0: was, what do you think about uh, Kelsey You're looking into Preservation's mind and, like, seeing how he sees everything? I think Darkness has started I don't talking. He's...
1: Yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> Go ahead, Darkness. Finish. That was literally just an interesting perspective. Okay. Like, the god, no. like, being able to, like, you know, sense MB and giving that perspective to Immortal in general.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool, though. and then... When he's like, oh, I want to, put me back, put me back in. He him, was he's like, like what? <laughs> man's, adi- man's addicted, holy shit.
0: He's like, are, are, you, are you okay? It might like, completely break your mind, dude. He's like, no, no, dude. My it. mind was
1: broken already.
0: He's like, just do it. <laughs> Kelsier wishes he was a god. <laughs> uh, so Kelsier also says that Preservation needs to try to get through to Vin, or maybe Sazed, as he can't get through to Vin. Preservation then mentions that Ruin is trying to break Sazed. Kelsier says to try to get through to them anyways, and that he isn't going to ask for help from the Eyrie, but rob them. Which is very Kelsier. (laughs) Uh Uh It's like, no, no, I'm not going to ask for help. I'm going to take something from them.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then we get Part 4, Journey. Chapter 1. Kelsier runs alongside a river, out of the Luthadel region. He thinks that he is sure that Vin can defeat Ruin, as sure as he is that he can't. He also thinks that the Irie have something dangerous that he can use against Ruin, although he isn't sure exactly what. As he runs, he thinks that he wishes he had pewter, but at the same time, his body doesn't grow tired unless he thought too hard about the fact that he should be tired. And Kelsier was very good at lying to himself. He also thinks that he hopes Finn can hold out long enough for him to be able to find something to help her. Uh, So what did you think Kelsier might find with the Irie that would be able to help him stop Ruin? Do you have any guesses? I don't
1: know. I I feel like he's just looking for help. At this mm-hmm. point, I don't think he really thinks about what. Well, because you know, I think he, he says he
0: saw something, but he didn't see exactly what it was. He just knows there's something there that might be able to help.
2: There's, could it be the sphere?
0: Well, yeah, we know that he he wanted to get the sphere, but I, I was saying like back then, did you have any guesses?
2: Oh I no, know. I was completely just trying to figure out who these people are. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: chapter two: Kelsier notices that he's gone to a small canal side town called Longsfollow. Uh, which is well outside the central dominance. He's surprised that he had gotten so far, but his sense of time was skewed without the need to eat, and with Rune obscuring the small sun. His mind starts to cause him to feel exhausted, as if he is suffering from pewter drag. He sits down next to some plants that were growing alongside the canal, knowing that the plants seemed to grow wherever water was in the real world, even from cups of water. Occasionally he, was, he also found stranger plants in the places between where people lived, where the ground grew more firm. Kelsier begins walking, trying to get his mind off his supposed exhaustion. He thinks that he had killed eight nobles here when he visited once with Mare, because the nobles had killed a girl for spilling their tea. He had only left one noble alive, a woman who was pregnant. He also thinks that after they left, the inquisitors had come and tortured and killed many people they had known to try to figure out who killed the nobles. He killed, and then others in turn killed. Just like how he had killed the lord ruler just for ruin to now take over. Kelsier goes into the room he and Mare had shared here and calls out to preservation, asking if he would be with Mare if he had died with her. However, preservation doesn't answer. Kelsier then notices that the person who is currently occupying the room seems to be able to hear him. He touches the man and hears the man muttering to himself, and realizes that the man could hear Ruin. They could, or like the man could hear Ruin, they could also hear him. He wonders if he can use that. He also briefly thinks about how he just thought Gemma was mad, but now he's like, ah, maybe he was hearing other stuff. <laughs> so, were you surprised that the madman could hear Kelsier just like he hears Ruin?
1: Was I surprised? No, not at all.
0: Were you surprised? I'm, I'm
1: more su- I'm more surprised that Ben didn't hear him.
2: Kind of. I don't know. I figured it would be like a, a god thing only, but then again.
1: Kelsier's a god? Yeah. I,
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna make that joke, but I was like... I don't know uh,
0: As Kelsier leaves the room, he wonders if Mare is still around in that place beyond or if that is a final death. He also thinks that she couldn't have expected him to just move on, although he thinks that everyone else seems to go willingly, even the Lord Ruler. However, he wouldn't let himself die, even to be with her. He then continues running. What do you think about the fact that K- Kelsier is so determined to live, even if it means without uh, being without Mare?
1: Kinda crazy. Do you I think even he has somebody? commitment issues? Uh, do you <laughs> even love somebody if you know you you don't want to be with them? That's crazy.
0: He's like, damn, there's a place beyond here where people souls might still be, but now nah, I'm not gonna go be with my my wife. Fuck that. Not
1: low key.
2: <laughs> he made a good decision because otherwise he would be consumed.
1: <laughs> yum 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 yum.
2: I'm telling you, this is going into like some other god's stomach or some shit.
1: <laughs> so I have a, I have a theory. Hmm. Okay, kind of based on the theory that like you know every god has a counterpart kind of mm-hmm. idea. So like eight higher, eight lower kind of idea. Yeah. What if Adalnasium also has a counterpart? And what I mean, if there's, there's another god or, out there? Yeah, that'd be cool. And what if, like Ruin, he was. Trying to kill Alcmesium, so he sent the other sixteen people to do so. Oh my God, that would be like the chaos
2: and uh, order manifestation for Greek mythology, like the two most primordial gods. Mm-hmm. Just, just a thought and a theory. A cosmere theory. A cosmere. But then you know, what would be cool if they are opposites, and it's like, you know, like, like what if it's like a harmony type of thing? The ultimate god, you know. Like, <laughs> That's just a thought.
0: Also, if you think there's everything has an opposite, do you think devotion and dominion are opposites, or did they just happen? Even though they're not opposites, so they just happen to go to a planet together.
2: They're probably well. Not it could be that their opposites are somewhere else, and they're just like butt buddies. <laughs> oh
1: my god! So.
0: It's a definition of dominion.
1: Huh?
0: The definition What's the of dominion... opposite
1: of dominion?
0: Well, no, the definition. I said. Oh. I mean, they could be considered opposites because devotion is like basically religion, and dominion's like government or control, sovereignty. You could, I guess.
1: So does you that could, mean that you could kind of say that autonomy might be the opposites of each other?
0: I don't know. Do you think they're opposites, uh, or do you think that they're just? No, randomly I feel like named? they're two
1: different. I honestly feel like they're two different gods or two different. Well, but their opposites be then? Do you think? Thanks. I'm trying to think. of What's the opposite of cultivation? Maybe like uh,
0: industry, like destroying nature.
1: Well, cultivation. Yeah, I mean, but that would be—I don't know. I feel like ruin could all easily be the fucking opposite of most things. <sighs> but I mean, like you said, like it—I don't know. It could be just weird. I like how
2: I searched up cultivation, and then the definition is the the action of cultivating land. So would I looked up act?
0: cultivation opposite and it says the opposite of the action or process of nurturing or cultivating someone or something is neglect, abandonment, abuse, or disregard.
1: What are the god names we've gotten so far, just these?
0: Yeah, so the only ones you, so uh, I've told you endowment because that's, that's uh, Warbreakers.
1: Endowment, okay.
0: Yes, so there's endowment, there's devotion and dominion, and there's preservation and ruin, and then we also have autonomy and cultivation. So I think that's seven
1: that you know? Yeah. Almost half. Of the... uh, seven out of sixteen, that's crazy. Do we get all of the gods in all of these books or no? Uh oh. not in this book, no. You'll get No 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 no, I mean like, like all the books of... in general. Yeah. So
0: currently like when we, we, finish know, the Cosmere. we know the names of all but one shard currently, for where brand's <laughs> currently
2: written. Gosh yeah.
0: And we have a general <laughs> idea party. of what the intent <laughs> is for the other for the final shard, but we have not been given a name.
2: It's dark news. <laughs>
0: is darkness not just ruin no
2: uh, maybe, maybe. Um, all
0: right so chapter three of part four Kelsier kneels down beside an old cook fire he is stopped for a bit as he does every couple weeks of running he notes that as he touches the burnt logs he can feel that it longs to be used again as it had been for so long by many scoff families he coaxes the fire to burn again and it does eventually relight the logs and flames coming into this realm fully he then reaches into the fire, grabbing the center and closing his hand around it. The fire folds in on itself and becomes a wisp of mist mist that he can hold and he places it in his pocket. So what do you think about the fact that Kelsier was like able to like convince this like old fire pit to become fire again?
1: Oh that was really cool, with him. Was so cool.
2: You see, once I found if I were him, once I found out that I can do that, I would be doing so many other things trying to figure it <laughs> out if it were. This is like literally god potential, like
0: <laughs> He's like, you could blur- burn again. You can become fire.
1: This Kelsier's literally, like, a baby no. god right
0: now. <laughs> He's baby yeah. god.
1: I mean, aren't they all technically, though? Like, I you
2: don't know. Mm, I'd say they're more into their teenage years if they're a sharp Oh, uh-huh. but... uh-huh. I
1: gotcha.
0: Clearly,
2: um, we yeah. have ruin with their angsty nature, <laughs> and we have fucking preservation too. with their anxiety, like...
0: <laughs> so Kelsier learned how to make... Uh, Learn how to figure out, like, how to see the ash falling in the world, and notes that it is falling much more than it should be so, out, uh, so far out from the ash mounts. He also notices Ska slowly making their way west towards the coastal towns where nobles had likely already fled. He tries to find someone mad to speak to, as he was very lonely, but there didn't seem to be anyone mad in this group. And then we get to chapter four. Kelsier, the survivor of death. He's given himself a new title. Yep. Uh, finally crests a hill and sees land. He now carried a walking staff a cloak and a pack he then counts his little balls of mist in his pack glad that none had vanished he found that items that were recovered or destroyed in the physical world had their souls go back to that location items that had been used for a long time and thus had strong identity capital I but were abandoned were best as they persisted for a long time Kelsier pulls out his fire which is starting to fray and a water skin which he drinks from even though he doesn't need to it makes him feel alive he thinks that he needs to make his way out there to the people out in the ocean, but he doesn't know what he needs to do. Then he needs to take something that they won't give him, but he doesn't know what. He tries to call out to Fuzz, but gets no response. So, what do you think of all the little items Kelsier hadn't had, had uh, accumulated?
2: Oh my God, he's the god of survivors.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, not wrong. Oh, huh? all, all that man knows how to do is survive.
0: <laughs> it's literally all he knows. He is a survival stuff. shard now. <laughs> If there was a shard of survival. He would be the shard of survival.
1: Who says there isn't? No.
0: <laughs> there could be. Yeah, Mythic. What did you think about all the little items, Kelsey? or collected.
1: I mean, at that point, I was like, "Oh, he's going to use them for something." But
0: they're his friends. He's so lonely. He's making friends with objects.
1: I mean, honestly, like you know, if it works for the one guy and castaway, yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe it'll work for him. To be there, we Wilson. We also <laughs> do yeah. learn.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: We also do learn from that one short story that items do have like they have souls, life, and wishes. Yeah. I mean, that,
0: that's how he convinced the fire to burn. Was he talked yeah. to the soul of it the it fire? He's
2: had a soul. Mm-hmm. He's doing it without a stamp though, which is crazy because God. No, I'm just... I think no. it's most likely oh, yeah. he's
0: in the cognitive realm.
1: <laughs> I know, midnight. Nah, it's <laughs> definitely. It's definitely because he's a god. Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: Um, so Kelsier uh, packs away his water skin and gets up, and then sees a figure with red hair behind him. He takes out his knife as Ruin speaks through his puppet saying that his colleague is busy, but he can pass along a message. Kelsier tells him to stay back, but he just says that he is everywhere and thus can't stay back. Kelsier then calls him an evil force of destruction and pain, which seems to offend Ruin as he says he is death and change. He gives people the joys of change, but now he needs to bring the end of this elderly planet. It's a mercy. Uh So, do you think Ruin is evil or not?
1: No. No. Ruin is... is... Inevitable. Inevitable. Mm. That's it. Without Preser- without Ruin, there is no preservation. Without preservation, there is no Ruin.
0: There is no life without either.
1: Huh? Well, well, what? I don't really believe that. Really? You don't believe that? So you think that there could be life without, without you know, death? or? Well, yeah, because Ruin literally gave us an example of, like, how it would be.
0: Well, he says, like, people basically, like, wouldn't be able to do anything or think for themselves without him. Exactly. He says he's basically changed.
2: They're still living, though. Are which they? is just in a preserved state uh, is that really living? they may not feel Uh-oh. like they're living because they're not feeling because they're frozen, but they're still alive uh, like that's not really living so <laughs> exactly what I just said. It's
0: like being in a coma. are you really alive if you're like on life support like, I mean oh, so you should just fit.
1: unplug everyone else because they're not alive yes don't you should just unplug yourself
2: because
1: <laughs> mm, I'm in a coma might as well yeah, <laughs> just... Blue.
0: Uh, so Kelsier then tells Ruin to tell Fuzz to ram something long and sharp up Ruin's backside. Which just makes Ruin <laughs> laugh, as preservation can't hurt him. Uh, he says if preservation had what he wanted, no one else would think or live or age. He also calls killing preservation a mercy. Uh, he then also tries to convince Kelsier that the end is near, and that if he leaves, he won't be able to greet his friends as they die. But Kelsier thinks this is just a ruse. Just like preservation, Ruin can't go out to where the Irie are. Kelsier packs up his fire and begins to head down the hill toward the land ocean. Rune calls out, saying that the people in the fortress won't be able to help him, and that once he is free of this world, he will go make sure that they meet their end as well. Rune tells Kelsier that he will kill Vin, kill all of them, while Kelsier is gone. He also thanks Kelsier for all he has done for him. Kelsier walks away from Rune onto the Ocean Continent and thinks that although the words are probably lies, they still hurt. So what do you think of Rune and Kelsier's conversation?
1: I, I 100% agree with Kelsier that he's literally just trying to, like, uh make him not go out there yeah, he's yeah. like why
0: would he even like come out and talk to me and try and yeah. convince me not to leave if it wasn't like there wasn't actually something out there that i could do
1: yeah like that was one of the things i was like yeah that's that, that just seems correct in all honesty
0: seems to be yep. ruins kind of go to because he does the same thing to vin
1: <laughs> yeah
0: are you gonna say Saint darkness
1: be fair y'all li- li- literally got
2: it on point but <laughs> i mean you were gonna what you were gonna say yeah yeah but um he also makes the comment of like oh. Uh, like, he would be gloating silently, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, oh, he'd be like, like, wouldn't be talking to me, he'd just be like, gloating silently and watching if mm-hmm. nothing, if there was nothing I could do.
2: I don't know why they do that so much in so many, like, things in general. Mm. When they feel like they're in danger, they're like, oh, you shouldn't do this, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Secret History Part 5, Irie, Chapter 1. Kelsier walks out farther onto the land he had been hoping that he would be able to see the sun again. The sun seemed to remain with ruin, leaving the sky empty and black. He strapped his campfire to the top of his walking staff with vines to create a torch. Even more plants grow here, making a whole jungle of brown and red trees and fronds. There are small bits of mist here as well—an ocean of plants, oh, of ocean plants and fish. He even found a massive fish as large as a building. Uh, I, just, I just wanted to comment on like how funny it would be to see a walking staff with an entire campfire on top of it. Right?
1: <laughs> it's
0: just, just the best. Um, As he moves farther and farther from his world, he notes a tugging on his soul that he is sure will get stronger the farther he goes. It lets him figure out how far he is as well as the direction he was traveling. He hiked through the jungle for days until the plant stopped growing as much and glassy rock formations uh, 10 feet high or taller dotted the landscape. He also stopped seeing the misty souls of fish and the tugging on his soul was growing insistent. He was worried he wouldn't be able to reach his goal until he saw a light on the horizon. So what do you think of the landscape of the cognitive realm way out? Uh, beyond the like normal habited area,
2: completely unrelated, but okay. who are the two gods in uh Elantris?
0: Devotion and dominion,
2: and which one's gone?
0: They both are. they've both been shattered, and their powers have kind of like coalesced together in the cognitive realm to become the door.
2: What are those like shattering pieces are the seons
0: uh they mention seons in the Atlantis um essay they mention that seons are splinters of the powers but I don't think they're I don't know
2: there's two versions
0: yeah there's also the skays
2: so that's what they are
0: I think they partially are but I don't think they're all of the power I think they they are definitely made of devotion and dominion's power but they're not like all of it because apparently the power is in the cognitive realm and the seance and skays are in the physical realm so I think those Uh were made they might have been made before the shattering we're not sure
2: well, it depends, cause it could be like one third of whatever it is they're made of.
0: Yeah, it could be like a yeah, like a fraction of their power. They're d- they're definitely made of the power. Yeah,
2: I mean, uh, it's a good thought. though. Now we just got to figure out why they go crazy.
0: Well, I when think it's, they, when the person. Yeah, well, well we I mean, know I know
2: when, but not why. Well, so, yeah, I think it's that's because the, the
0: the power is being blocked. Remember, because the reason the Elantrians don't fully transform is because. The power is being blocked, like it's not able to fully get from the cognitive realm to the physical realm to complete their transformation. And so I think it, the same, because apparently the Seons and Skays get transformed when their humans get transformed, like they get, grow more powerful. So I think mm-hmm. they get the same thing where their power gets blocked off. And since they're part of that power, they like go all malfunctiony.
2: Rowden didn't have one, did he?
0: He did. Yeah, it, it, did. it went crazy.
2: Yeah. Did it get I mean, better? He,
0: he, he thinks about it and he visits it, and like this, like they kind of hang around where all the Hoed are.
1: So it didn't get better
0: it does it it did get better
1: at the after. end, yeah, yeah, okay. after he transcends us, uh, okay, you... cool. anyway, what was the question? Ah,
0: uh, the question was, what do you think of the landscape of the cognitive realm, like all this like jungle plants and then these giant rocks? Why
2: dimensions. are we talking about landscape? when there are so many other more important things <laughs> because you guys
0: about. always bother me about the fucking descriptions.
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, it's I'm, a jungle, not yeah, one, yeah. I'm not the one talking Okay, cause <laughs> I actually enjoyed that. I'm glad. okay. I liked I no. liked that. Yeah, I like that they're, they're giving a lot of, like, context to things that don't really make sense. Like, why is there actual things in the supposed land of the dead, or, you know, the dead go... The land of the mind. Kinda... Yeah, but it's... When I say land of the dead, I don't mean, like, oh, this is, you know, the land of the dead, only here. It's, mm-hmm. like, the pass-between, but, like, it's where the dead go to pass-between, to go to the next... Yeah, they go there briefly. <laughs> yeah, they go there so, uh, like, why would there be, like, actual things here? Yeah. But, I mean, you also, I mean, maybe somebody brought it here or something with their powers or something. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you have all these other people that are keep, seem to be keep coming here. So.
0: Well, it seems well, like the plants... Fair, Sorry, go ahead, Darkness.
1: To be fair,
2: if there's, like, the plants, it makes sense for them to be there because they were alive, you know?
0: Yeah, it, it seems like, at least with, like, the animals may have been brought over, but the plants, like, considering they're also growing on, like, cups of water that, like... Aren't attached to any other bodies of water. It feels like they must be growing on their own, potentially.
1: Yeah, but what are they growing off of, though?
0: They seem to be growing off of the the water land. I just imagine, uh, just this new thing is like I just imagine Kelsey are walking through a building because he can pass through like the misty walls of everything, and then getting stopped because a cup of water is there, and just like the the liquid of the water, (laughs) it's just like floating in the middle of the room. (laughs) Just goes oof. It's like he hits this like cup of water as he's passing through a random building. <laughs> I just find that funny.
2: Pipes would definitely be a problem.
0: Chapter 2 of Part 5. Kelsier leaves all of his belongings behind as he sneaks his way towards the light. The light was pulsing from a fortress of white stone and didn't burn or flicker like a flame. It was like the very walls were glowing, but not from the mist as the light was too blue. Around one side of the building was a cord as thick as a tree trunk that glowed even brighter and connected to the fortress and ran off far into the distance. What do you think about this like light cord?
1: What Do you think of what?
0: There's this, like giant cord of light that is connecting the fortress to something off in the distance.
1: Honestly, I don't remember that. That's, that's the worst part.
0: <laughs> yeah. So when Kelsey is sneaking around the side of the building, he finds this like giant oh, yeah. sized okay. cord of light that seems to basically yeah. be powering the building.
1: Yeah. Maybe that's what's keeping it here in the cognitive realm.
2: Oh <laughs> well, the dead people are going. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I I really want this to be just, like, a horrible ending
1: for the dead people. (laughs) But that they're just getting absorbed into, you know... Energy, yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're food for the gods.
0: Uh, So Kelsier then notices there's some guards on top of the wall, and he's able to sink into the ground by holding onto it with his hands. Once the guards pass, Kelsier placed his hands against the wall of the fortress and was able to see a rocky wall surrounded by green plants in an unfamiliar land. He places his hand against the wall again and notices the green plants and blue sky like what Mare had envisioned. Another planet that hadn't suffered the same fate as theirs. Uh, so what do you think about Kelsier being able to see into this other world that the stones are from that made up the fortress?
2: Well, and that's the world it's connected to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this what the city between worlds would be like, or whatever it's called?
0: So th- this, this fortress is, I believe, what they called the city between
2: worlds. Yeah. So they, like, what created it using the cognitive shit that he's using right now? To make yeah, it so, so it seems
0: like basically they took a bunch of... Like stones and all sorts of stuff from their world, and they have like this giant light cord that is probably connecting all the way to their world so that the stuff mm-hmm. doesn't deteriorate.
2: I think like, your stuff is and also they need a connection back just in case you know
0: it also I guess helps them find the way back to their world.
2: because then they have two connections, one from their world, one from the other, and now capital C <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. capital C connection. Uh, so Kelsier tries to go through the wall, but it seems to resist him, only letting him sink in a couple inches. He thinks it is because of the light. He considers his options for a moment before realizing that sorry, before realizing that he can scale the wall by letting his fingers sink into the wall slightly. He has to concentrate to keep climbing as the wall keeps trying to force his fingers out, and the visions of green keep distracting him. Eventually he finds a window that he can climb through so that he doesn't have to try to dodge the guards on top of the wall. He notices that the light continues inside, and it's likely is what keeping the stones of the fortress from disintegrating like his objects had been. As he makes his way down a corridor, he eventually hears a foreign language, and he quickly climbs out a window, hanging outside the wall as he hears the people pass. He glances at them through the window and sees that they have fair skin and long, white-blue tabards and held pikes. Kelsier could feel the power of the place seeping into his soul, and eventually he finds himself being able to understand the language the other people were speaking. Uh, so what did you think of the fact that Kelsier was able to absorb some of this power that was feeding the fortress and like, begin to understand things about that world, meaning like their language and stuff?
2: Well, when you're a god, you can conquer powers. You know, no.
1: right? Hundred <laughs> percent.
2: No, but I was more interested in like, what the fuck are these languages? Like, I need a full I alphabet need of every language. Yeah, I need it's to... the so... It's
0: the Atlantrian language.
2: Oh yeah, that's so helpful. Let me just read it all since it popped out of nowhere. You know,
0: so Kelsey, alphabet
2: here's... now.
0: I mean, you have a... there's a list of aeons at the back of Atlantris.
2: That's your alphabet, yeah. No fucking way! Oh my god. Imagine how long it would take to write an essay.
0: No, I think they have probably like an actual alphabet as well, but like the Aeons, I think it's kind of like Japanese where they have like their character system plus like, like the Aeons are kind of like the Chinese system where like each character means like a word. Maybe oh. More like that sort of writing system.
1: Okay. Yeah, like hieroglyphs, you know.
0: Hieroglyphs or <laughs> yeah, just like characters, like Chinese characters. Um, So Kelsey hears the guards talking about someone seeing something, wondering how a Threnodite would have made it all the way out here. Once the guards had gone through a door, he climbs back into the corridor and begins to follow them, although he keeps a distance as he isn't sure if they can hurt him or not. He follows them through some doors until he peeks into a room where he sees several guards setting up a large device with a yellow gemstone in the center, with a lattice of gold holding it in place. Uh So, first of all, do you think that Kelsier can be hurt? Because he's like, I don't know if I can be hurt by these guards or not.
2: Yes. I wonder if they could be hurt by like weapons made out of the same, you know.
0: Made of something from the Cognitive Realm?
2: Mm-hmm. Suddenly, totally. i have a fucking like large machine gun <laughs>
1: i made i made this with my mind
2: <laughs> <I whirled laughs> <it into laughs> oh my god i'd be so invested in trying to like create my own <laughs>
1: world there it killed the 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 weapon wanted to be alive again so i brought <laughs> it to this realm
0: Th- this metal this is why I have to a gun into a gun <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, this is why I have a gun and I'm a gun badass. Oh my god, I, I would.
2: You think you could duplicate yourself? I don't know. I, to I be want. I want to be two.
1: <laughs> I want to be two people.
0: You want to be everywhere like Preservation?
1: Yes, everywhere. No reds. I, 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 I kind of. I yeah. No, right.
0: <laughs> um, I
1: just don't want to be as crazy as Preservation. I want to be a god. I mean, <laughs> don't we all?
0: Suddenly, what Kelsey are called a creature, but she's like an old woman enters the room. <laughs> She has silvery dark skin and glowed like the walls of the fortress. The guards salute her and say that they saw someone trying to sink their fingers into the walls of the fortress, but that it went off into the darkness. The woman says the powers of Threnody wish to join the main stage, and then tells them to engage the device. Keltier does not think this device will go well for him, and he quickly tries to run off, but the device does nothing to him, luckily. And he hears the guards say that no one from Threnody is nearby. Uh, so what did you think of uh, this device? That apparently can detect people from Threnody.
2: Um, radar. Where's this place that you're mentioning? <laughs> uh,
0: so Threnody is another planet, which is another one that we will be reading about in Arcanum Abounded.
1: Okay, eventually.
0: Uh, well, you say eventually, but we literally have one more episode of Mistborn Secret History, and then we're gonna be reading the Tal'dane planet and Threnody on the same episode.
1: So. Okay. In, in two eventually. episodes.
0: <laughs> in, in two episodes. It'll be
1: next. It, it'll be next year. It's okay.
0: Yeah, technically, will be next year. Yeah. <laughs>
1: the <a> metal detecting. <laughs> <Can you> imagine? <laughs> Uh, technically, yeah. That'll be next It'll year. It'll be yeah. next year. <laughs> it will be.
0: Um, yeah, so Kelsier makes his way back towards the room, as one of the guards say that he is sure that his forces on the Threnodyte border are correct about there being no shadows around. The woman says that maybe it was something else, and to leave the device on just in case. She also says she will go to speak to the rest of the iri. Kelsier gets the, uh, the thought that the word means age, and gets an image in his head of four dots and some lines like rivers. The woman heads towards the door. Kelsier is hiding behind, and he quickly hides outside a window, thinking that he needs to follow her as she seems important. Uh, So what do you think about there being other shadows like Kelsier from this place called Threnody?
2: Kind of cool. That's where the- the, Honestly, there's
1: nobody like Kelsier, so. (laughs) I would assume that's
2: where one of the places you can do the ritual thing, ceremony, whatever that one person was talking about. Apparently
0: there's many cognitive shadows at Threnody, because he says that there, there are none nearby. I mean, there are multiple, there's not just one A whole bunch of just ghost people, shadow people, hanging around. I think it'd be cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this is where I was going to ask the question, if you recognized where the woman was from, but apparently you guys didn't recognize her as an Elantrian. Um, so
2: I'm assuming, though, it's like one of, like, from the first Elantrian, you know. You
0: so. think she's from before New Elantris? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you agree, Mythic, or do you think she's from
1: Yeah, after. Elantra. So There's probably some of the Elantrians old.
0: that might have escaped before the whole riot and everything.
1: Kind of makes me wonder if they have if they have their powers, though.
0: So. Well, they are glowing and silvery, glowing, like the yeah. new Elantrians.
1: Yeah, but do they have their powers, though?
0: So. If they're glowing and silver, they should have their powers.
2: But they might not work in... Yeah,
0: we don't know if it'll work out here, but they should still technically That's, that's be what
1: I'm used. saying, if they have their powers.
0: Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, do they have access to powers at all, but, like... No. No.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I would assume that if Kelsier went back to his realm, he would have fucking, like, you know, his power, so.
0: If he could make it back to the physical realm.
1: I don't okay, know if he can make could it, be if able they to- can make it here. If they can make it here, I think he can make it back to his- oh,
0: Well, they're not. They're done. not. They're not cognitive <laughs> shadows like him.
2: And they're also not missing, like, what? Was it a head? I don't even remember.
0: No, he was missing half his face. You got backhanded. spike remember?
1: going pulling, through him, pulling half his face, despite going <laughs> through him. But I mean, you know, the Lord Ruler survived all of that. So <laughs> wait, we know he it,
2: makes so it, it back. Push. Clearly, everybody sees him. The sky sees him. Like they, a,
0: They, they, they see. Ten soon.
2: <laughs> midnight. that was the point. Yeah. You, you need a. You need to leave. Look,
0: I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> so, anyways, he follows her down a hallway to a guard room goes out a window and then climbs along the wall to peek into a window that is in the room the woman entered. There's a group of the silvery-skinned people, two of them being darker shades than the others. They were all bald with white robes with silver embroidery. The woman he'd been following tells the others they should move up their timetable, but a man replies that not every coincidence is someone drawing upon Fortune, capital F.
1: He also Uh calls
0: the woman alone... I feel
1: like that's a power.
0: Alone? No way. So yeah, what do you think they mean by drawing upon Fortune? Do you think that's a shard? Do you think that's some sort of, like, power...
1: Uh, I don't think it's a god. You don't think uh, it's a shark? No. But I think it's a power. I think it's a power.
0: Mm. Yeah, fortune.
1: Um, I think they're just rich. (laughs) It could be possible, too. You know, they're just... Their power is, you know...
0: Being rich. Wealth.
1: Yeah, wealth. (laughs) Man. So, so. Batman does have powers. (laughs) Damn. I wouldn't go that far. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Uh, so another woman replies that Preservation's vessel had nearly expired and that it was getting close to time to strike. They speak about taking the shard but worry that the person lurking around was an agent of ruin. Kelsier thinks about how someone else could take Fuzz's power once he dies and how Fuzz had told him that it couldn't be Kelsier because he was too tied to ruin. However, Kelsier doubts that these creatures are connected capital C, enough to Preservation to take Fuzz's power and wonders what their plan is. Elro, the man, says that he will move forward and ask for devotion to protect them. Which is another... You should have guessed that these are Elantrians. He asks for devotion. I think they also say merciful Dommy at some point. <laughs> um, Alonae says, they won't need devotion because they have her. They then head off to the vault. Once they had all left the room, Kelsier is able to force himself through an arrow slit window somehow. He quickly ransacks the room, but only finds some bottles of wine and a few gemstones. I like
1: how you said somehow. <laughs>
0: I mean, he, he, I say somehow because he's like, I somehow forced my way through this slit by, like, compressing my body. I don't, I don't fucking know.
1: <laughs> somehow, I did this.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he finds some bottles of wine and a few gemstones, which are all real and not souls like the stones and objects Kelsier had taken previously. He then moves through a door and finds a bedroom. He finds some of the robes the people have been wearing, along with a book of symbols that he can vaguely read, although it takes... Uh, it talks about Bagly.
1: things.
0: Talks about things that he doesn't fully understand, using words like connection, atomization, and romantic theory. However, at the end of the book, he finds plans for a device that would allow him to capture, allow them to capture Preservation's power, and then break it to ascend themselves. Kelsier now knew exactly what he would steal from them. Uh, so, were you surprised to learn that the Iry were here to take the shard of Preservation?
2: Not at all, to be honest. It's a pretty cool, like, concept in
1: general.
0: Like, we're gonna come, ascend. We will become gods.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, they will.
0: Uh, and what did you think about their device to connect themselves to a shard so that they could descend as that shard without connection to it?
1: Yeah, right. Like well, she lost me here. We didn't lose the
0: the the plans. Kelsier found plans in their book that they have. Like they've made this device so that they can connect themselves to a shard so that they are able to ascend as that shard. So that's their plan. Done. How to I we
2: just went path. over that. Yeah, but like, I'm saying,
0: what what do you think about the device enough. itself? Like
2: it reminds me of. <sighs> Hold on. Let me Google this.
1: You're Googling something about the Cosmic? No. Uh, you know what? Forget it. <laughs>
0: okay. What do you think of the device, Mythic?
1: I mean... If it works, it'll be, uh... Amazing for them.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool, right?
1: And that's why Kelsey's gonna come back, you know?
0: <laughs> Alright. Chapter 3 of Part 5.
2: For, for some reason, when I thought of that spear, it reminded me of the Archimedes spear.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't know what that is. Really? No.
1: Wow. You're That's talking a, about us not uh, knowing the pretty... fucking <laughs> uh, fucking Elandrians. Oh my god.
0: Uh, Kelsier thinks that see, thievery is the most authentic form of flattery, That it was his role in life to remind people of the value of their things by taking them. However, since the pits of Hassan, he had gone from stealing items to dreams, even though he had also taken the gemstones from that one room. <laughs> Kelsier waits outside the vault, watching it as he knew that eventually they would need to take the device from the vault. It took about a week, but eventually five of the creatures, Lantrians, and fifteen guards left on horses, although Kelsier was able to keep up with them as he didn't they didn't move quickly even with their mounts. Kelsier notes that the five creatures are all dressed alike and have their hoods up. He thinks that this is to be a distraction so that if someone comes after them they can split up. Kelsier was sure that the person carrying the connection device would be Eleonoe, since she was the one that was to ascend his as preservation. He follows them for days, planning. Uh, Kelsier's preferred method of thievery was a th- zinc-coated tongue used to confuse people, leaving your targets unsure of what happened. The best heist was the one where you could take something and not even have the person notice they had been robbed. Uh, so what do you think of Kelsier's preferred method of thievery?
1: I mean, he did it to the one dude, so, and, like, he had just met him, so I'm sure he could do it to these people.
0: It reminds me a lot of Shy from Emperor's Soul, cause she says kind of the same thing, like, the best heist is, mm-hmm. like, when you replace something and no one knows yes. that it's been replaced yep. with a fake. I feel like they would get along.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they she wouldn't like Kelsey much. Really. I
0: don't know. I feel like they would go on stealing things together. She would make or the stuff, for, and he would, he would uh, replace it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she, he's forging it, and he's fucking stealing it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think, Darkness? of Kelsey's method of thievery. Don't remember. <laughs> okay.
2: No, like I, uh, how did he do it again? Uh, he oh says he prefers God.
0: like confusing people and like making them not even remember.
1: Right. Okay. People. I remember it now. <laughs> yeah, I remember was, everything. Right. I was like, like well. ass up in there. Yeah, uh huh. <laughs> Same. I was like, God, these people are stupid. <laughs>
0: uh, so each night, the group stopped to make a little huddle of bedrolls, and the creatures drank from jars of light to restore their luminance. However, he wasn't sure.
1: Which is fucking worked. cool as shit. <laughs>
0: Just drinking, like, light.
1: A fucking jar of light, and it's just like, oh, hey, you know, light. Look, look. I'm like, oh my god. Uh, But
0: yeah, he wasn't sure how to. Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, you're good. I was going to say it's fucking nectar of the gods. (laughs) Uh,
0: However, he wasn't sure how to get the device he needed, as Ilonaway slept with her satchel in her hands and two guards surrounding her. One night, Kelsier sinks himself into the ground until only his lips are above the ground and moves over to the group. He speaks quietly to Alonaway, pretending to be Ruin and asking if she thinks she can fight him when preservation couldn't. He then quickly moves away as Alonaway tells the others that Ruin's vessel spoke to her. One of the wo- women insists that her wards kept the device hidden, but Elrao says that Ruin could know of them without knowing of the device. Alonaway, however insists that they still move on. When they settle back down, Kelsey again goes over and whispers to Alonaway, asking how she'd like to die. The group does not sleep that night. Makes the next week for the group hell as he whispers to different people each night, continuing to pretend to be a ruin. He didn't manage to grab Illinois' satchel, but he did grab another one, which just contained a glass orb inside of it. What did you think of uh, Kelsier's uh, slowly creating chaos in the group?
1: These people are just dumb. I
2: loved this whole situation. I thought it was going to be some serious, (laughs) like, oh, who the fuck are you? We're going to fight, you know, like, all the situations, like, serious stuff, right? But Just no, really it was like Ooh, spooky brain. <laughs> spooky
0: Ghost <Ooh>. Kelsier. <laughs> uh by the time the group reached the jungle, they were snapping at each other from lack of sleep. The ground was divided yeah. between uh the group was divided between going back and moving forward. He then hides in a tree and swipes at a horse with Naz's knife as it passes by the tree. Chaos erupts and the group splits off into different directions. Kelsier moves ahead of where Alanoi is going, to where he had lashed his cloak between two trees with vines. He then attached his campfire to the cloak to make it look like a burning figure was floating in the trees. The small group That's... that was <laughs> The small group that was with Ilonaway scream and split up more. Ilonaway was now with just one guard. Kelsier gets out uh, one of the robes that he had found in the bedroom and puts it on to lure Ilonaway further into the further away from the group. they her think she was heading towards her group. Yeah, what did, what did you think of Kelsier's little fake ruin uh person?
1: Honestly, that... fucking Kelsier it... is amazing. So.
2: That filled yeah. my trickster heart. <laughs>
0: He's got his fake ruin. He's got their robes that he stole from the bedroom to make him look like one of them to lure them away from each other. <laughs> he's got that satchel that he stole. It's fucking great. And Gamal wanted to to get this out of him. He's like, fuck this shit. It's like, no, this shit's cool. Gemmel, fuck you.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, so Kelsey then finds. I mean, his Gemil way was
1: also him. crazy. So
0: Gamal was also talking to ruin.
1: <laughs> I mean, he was also crazy.
0: He was also crazy, but he was also talking to ruin. <laughs> I feel, uh, like,
1: I feel like those aren't mutually exclusive. No, they're not. I yeah, okay. I say, because, I wasn't trying like, to make just it just seem like that. Yeah, just because he is crazy doesn't mean he's obviously talking to Ruin. But he I was also he was, talking to Ruin. I, but I also think he talks to himself. He's oh, that he crazy. probably
0: does as well.
1: Yeah, but I think crazy Ruin was
0: definitely talking to him at one point, because at one point Gemmel's like, no, I, I want to keep this one around. Ruin was probably like, kill, yep.
1: kill. Kill him, kill him. He, he will ruin obviously. my plans. Kill him. <laughs> Ooh Fork
0: Ooh Fork <laughs> Uh Kelsier then finds his way to another group and makes it seem like one of their own had melted as he sinks into the ground, the robe staying above. A woman recognizes the robe as one of Alonaways, and one of the ancient creatures checks the satchel Kelsier has stolen to see nothing inside. They say merciful Domi, and then Elro says they need to head back. What do you think about Kelsier scaring off the rest of the Irie by making them think Alono is dead? Like, let me just melt into the ground here.
2: Uh, it's a cloak. It's her cloak.
0: like oh, all the cloaks look the same, but they somehow know that it's her cloak. Right? Yeah. I wonder if she has, like, very slight stitching, like, differently, because she's kind of, like, the leader of the group.
2: She probably stained her cloak and didn't realize.
0: <laughs> she's got, like, a coffee stain or, like, a wine stain on there.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Wine in the morning. Always the best.
0: I mean, she had, they had wine in the room. They said. <laughs> she doesn't just drink light, she also drinks wine.
2: I like to drink Wait, let me not say that. Okay. I was going to say I like to drink darkness, but wait. <laughs> okay. Oh you
1: drink, you drink yourself?
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: That sounds like great. Interesting. Interesting. Can, you, can you explain to us where the tap is?
0: <laughs> Kelsier makes his way back to Illinois and her guard, who had been making good progress, getting back to the group. He, however, grabs the guard and pulls him into the darkness and knocks him out. Kelsier tells her to leave it twice and, frightened, she leaves behind a bright glowing orb. Kelsier then tells her to leave, and she tries to say that she could serve him, but he insists that she leaves. Lennox grabs her saddlebags and heads off into the jungle, Kelsier, allow- Kelsier allowing her to take the bags since she likely needed the jars of light and he didn't want to kill her. Kelsier thinks that once she meets up with the group, they may figure out what happened, or they may just think that Ruin bested them. Kelsier goes over to the orb and picks it up, seeing no way to open it other than shattering it. He thinks that this is the most fun he's had in ages. So, what do you think Kelsier is going to do with this orb?
2: Eat it. Um... What do you mean he's gonna ascend? Right? Right? Is he? (laughs) Again? (laughs) He's
1: gonna become double the god he is already.
0: What do you think, Mythic? What do you think Kelsier's gonna do with this orb?
1: I mean, I'm kind of hoping like darkness said he's gonna ascend, but you know.
0: I mean, you know Vin takes the power. Yeah. And then Sazed.
1: What if it's like,
2: not just Sazed being like prophesied as the hero of ages or whatever? What if Kelsier is the reason that Sazed got it? He, like, shoved you know. the orb in his fucking head or something while he was, like... <laughs> Interesting. Wait, hey, what if the orb is the reason? I know. I was gonna say, what if the orb is the reason all the mists just started going into, like, Vin? But,
0: who knows? Don't know. We'll find out. Uh, so, I have only two overview questions here. Uh, first of all, what do you think of the Irie and their plan to ascend as preservation overall? Like, do you think that, like, the fact that, like, people what? are trying to, like, take over these different shards and stuff? That there's okay, other people but... and groups out there?
2: I don't understand what the point of
1: that would I already like fucking
2: I don't understand what the point of that would have been, though, considering that one the planet is dying two, Like, would they even be able to leave?
0: Well, I think they. They're. I don't.
2: Is we, it we like don't a really storage get, battery? Like we
0: don't, we don't really get what their full plan is. I, I'm assuming they probably wanted it for power. Like they seem a little power hungry.
2: Yeah, um, I get they wanted the power, but, but if they I'm got the power, they would have... i they either looked, like...
0: thought that they could somehow stop Ruin if someone else ascended, or they were going to wait until Ruin destroyed the planet, and then the- Preservation's power would also be free to go elsewhere.
2: Maybe it's because they had, like, Elantrian knowledge or whatever. Yeah, they
0: might have other, just, knowledge that we don't know.
1: Bookie Elantrian
2: knowledge, ooh.
1: <laughs>
0: Do you have any other thoughts on that, Mythic?
1: I mean, they just seem like cunts, but... I just don't like them at all, which I mean makes sense now that I know they're Elantrians.
0: I mean, I think that's also mentioned in like Elantris that uh the old Elantrians before the Rioed were kind of full of themselves a lot of the time. <laughs> they yep. were kind of assholes. Yeah,
1: makes makes more sense. <laughs> uh,
0: my other question was, do you think Kelsier is going to be able to do anything to help Vin and the
2: others? Yeah, hundred percent. Like I said, he's gonna shove that spear in <laughs>
1: somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. One can only hope. He's just playing basketball basically. <laughs> like... Oh my gosh.
0: Uh, do you have any other theories or anything about uh, where Secret History is going? We are going to be finishing it next week. And then the week after, we'll be doing two stories. We'll be doing White Sand and Shadows for Silence in the Forests of Hell.
1: White Sand.
0: White Sand is the Taldane uh, story, and Shadows for Silence in the Forests of Hell is the Threnody story. Threnody. Randy which has cognitive shadows and white sandwiches where Chris is from
2: white sandwiches,
0: white sand, not white sandwiches.
2: <laughs> Am I hungry?
0: Where, yeah. I think you're hungry. Yes,
2: you, are. <laughs> you are totally hungry. Mm. White sandwiches.
0: Oh my gosh. But yeah. So if you guys don't have anything else, then I guess we'll end here.
1: Okay. Goodbye. Okay,
0: Thanks everyone for bye. listening. Bye.